0: Everybody and welcome back to some interseason goodness, courtesy of your boys at the Sequelizers. I am your host, Jack Chambers, as always, and joining me, the lovely, the delightful, the gleeful, Mr. Matthew Stockton.
1: Um, fucking hell, Matt. <laughs> no, I can do this again. After ten thousand years, I'm free. Now it's time to conquer Earth. <laughs> That's not a bad one. Uh, it, it took literally... you about thirty seconds
0: too long, which we'll edit out. That's fine. I panicked. Yeah, you, yeah, you always do. I don't know how, like, you don't come prepared to these things <laughs> with at least one idea. I
1: do usually, and I forget them in the moment. Mm. Spotlight comes on, you're like, oh. Write them down.
0: That's We've been doing
1: this for nearly three <laughs> years at this point, and I'm getting older.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, dementia kicking in once again. Probably. And joining us, the wonderful, adorable, and hilarious Mr. Tim Atom.
2: It's morphin' time. There yeah. we go. That's
0: the classic. That's the classic. If I had one, I would have definitely gone with ba, ba, ba,
2: ba, la. <laughs> just the little
0: Green <laughs> Ranger flute thing, yeah. the dragon dragon flute.
2: <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, I was also tempted to go with an aye aye
1: aye. A bit of
0: Alpha, a bit of Alpha Five. Lovely.
1: <laughs> I don't think I had it back up.
0: I had the. Uh, green ranger dragon flute as my text alert for quite a while <laughs> i want sure to say that's
1: cool I, I, but i don't think it no, is no, no,
0: no. i was like a teenager at this point i had that and I, my ringtone was the metal gear codec noise that is cool because mm. yeah no it's not um <laughs> you know, both things i liked before i was 10 and, like, and uh yeah i, I got, got all the ladies as you can tell <laughs> <When> <laughs> i was good. getting hit up by all the ladies it was <laughs> <laughs> which is a trumpet. Before we get into anything else, that's a trumpet, <laughs> not a flute. <laughs> and he goes, "Dilly, dilly on his little flute thing. Somehow, a trumpet noise happens. Mm. A
2: flute, which is also a knife.
0: A flute, which is also a knife,
2: yeah. which means you stab someone. Goes. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: just really Iranian...
2: blood just starts spurting out. Of
1: the <laughs> <end>. <laughs> yeah, you just stab them, and it just starts squirting out of the various oh. holes. I mean, that's what you get when you take a Japanese show and say, I don't know how this works, I'm just going to guess, <laughs> yeah. and loosely translate it. Also, don't know how instruments work either. <laughs> By the way, we're talking about Power Rangers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just to jump straight into sword flutes, <laughs> <laughs> not, not a euphemism. Welcome to season podcast, episode one, catching you off guard, Power Rangers.
0: <laughs> catching you off guard with Sword Flute the movie.
3: <laughs>
0: sword Flute it. Online, there's a... There's oh, Anime joke for you. I appreciate for you, that. For you <laughs> listeners out there. So, yeah. Talking about not the original Mighty Morphin, not Neo Zeo Dragon Geo Powers Rangers. Lost
2: Galaxy. Is that Lost one
0: Galaxy. None of that shit.
2: Dino Thunder.
0: Dino Thunder. That's one of them. That's one of them. None of that. We're going to be talking about, but not fixing a sequel to, no. as we'll get into in a moment. 2017's. Saban's Power Rangers <laughs> because that's the full title of in the same way that Marvel's Avengers Assemble was the name over here with with Elizabeth Banks and various other people. The guy from Stranger Things, which I completely forgot. Mm. I was like, Oh yeah, he's the Red Ranger. That's really weird. Yep. Cast is actually quite good. I quite it's a, it's a surprisingly good film.
2: Yeah. I think this is the thing is that uh, I don't think many people went to see this. No. Um, it's a it's tough to think who they were marketing it to because obviously power rangers was a very 90s thing directed at kids and so now you're starting to get people who have nostalgia for it who Mm. are perhaps in their mid-20s to mid-30s i guess would be the kind of the people who grew up with it even though obviously the power Power rangers as a series has kept going and going and going it's still running, yeah. But that that was when it was at its cultural height, when it first arrived in America. And yes. you could not move for Power Rangers. If, if we do a
1: bit of a... And this is very much a a, 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 a skimmed version, mm. but you've got the really big toy lines of the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. And I mean the ones that everyone was impacted by. Oh. Transformers, which then gave way to Turtles, mm. which then technically gave way to Power Rangers. Yep. And then obviously other bits and pieces, but those were the the big, yeah, iconic ones. Yeah. So it, it it's kind of hard to work out who this film was made for.
2: Because do you make it for the people who've grown up and who liked the original but have kind of moved on? <laughs> do you make it for kids nowadays? Do you make it? Do you make something that's very? Because obviously, Power Rangers is this extremely long-running franchise, but has a. keeps rebooting itself but also acknowledges its history um do you make something that acknowledges that and 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 is kind of in keeping Mm. with the weird chronology that they have Mm. i think this film is a little bit confused about who it's meant to be for but as a just a film without thinking of it as something that has to find an audience i really like it
0: i had a lot of fun yeah I, i did see it i didn't see it at the cinema but i saw it Shortly after it came out, I think I must have seen it on DVD or something. I don't, I don't know how I saw it before, but maybe it was on streaming. And I rewatched it again in preparation for this episode. And I was like, I had a lot. Of, I, I remember enjoying this, and I still enjoy it. I am mm. pleased. This is rare for sequelizers mm. where I go and like, I remember I liked this. Oh no, wait, it's terrible, <laughs> or all the other way around, and I'm like, mm. oh, this is terrible, and it's still terrible. It's actually quite nice to go back to something I remember enjoying from a couple of years ago and being like, oh, yeah, it is still good. Mm. I'm allowed to enjoy this. Not just from a... And, and you guys just said, like, I grew up with Power Rangers. I was born in 1990. This is prime fucking Jack-era <laughs> stuff. Yes. And I will, we'll get to this in a moment. Power Rangers has an important... Plays an important role in my cinematic history as a, as a moviegoer as well. Okay. But, yeah, not just through nostalgia. It's like, this is actually like kind of going back specifically watching it for sequelizer stuff mm. I always kind of trying to go as critical as I can and really look at it as like a uh, is this just rose tinted glasses or, or do I actually enjoy not. this I was like no this is actually pretty well made as you said Tim has a few problems and mm. some some weird choices in terms of tone and th- mm. that kind of stuff but overall I had a lot of fun
2: I th- I think the, the the key thing is that it it takes the the kind of the the core mythology of the show um and
0: there's a lot of core cool mythology and god is Fucking
2: there a lot hell. but it takes it it takes it <clears throat> seriously enough without making it like portentous mm. um even though there's a lot of brian cranston as zordon sounding very dour oh yeah and serious but like
3: <clears throat> it, it, it
1: the it, opening three minutes of him as zordon is very like well yes. this is very it serious.
2: doesn't it doesn't take the piss out of itself no, but it acknowledges it that sometimes it is a bit weird, and the other thing is, is it puts time in to make the characters worthwhile. Um, I think that's the key. Like, for me. It, yeah. if mm-hmm. you if you take if you want to find the key difference between this and Transformers as an yeah, example yeah. of things that probably the toy lines were made about 10-15 years apart, and the mm-hmm. films uh, the, as, yeah. as modern blockbusters yeah. were made about 10-15 years apart. Sure, like Transformers. Doesn't really give a fuck about its characters, the humans or the robots. Mm. It just wants spectacle, and it knows that it can use a brand name to get people in seats. And yeah, yeah, that's 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 it. It's just like we know there's a certain built-in audience, and but we don't really care about like even if even if the very original thing was a little bit goofy. We know that there's been substantial versions of it since mm. that like are actually really good yeah we don't care about that we're just gonna we're just gonna blow stuff Punch up out yeah whereas power rangers it at <clears> least <throat> goes like okay no, let's, let's actually try
1: yeah i think for me the answer of who is this for which again we can never really define but i think if we give it a go in the same way that i've said in my reviews for the turtles film the the recent bayish ones mm. and for the sonic movie not you <laughs> not you, not me, mm. not us. Don't point at me like that, Matthew. Not you. How dare you? I meant to point at the audience, listeners, but mostly Jack, oh. and Tim, and oh. me. no, not us, not us. We're not for it. Um, the people with the disposable income buying the sort of souls gokin sort of like one hundred and forty dollars figures that still transform and have the, the immense transformation technique and have diecast metal and all that sort of shit. Like, y- n- not you. Um, this is for I think twelve and thirteen year olds boys and girls as not matter who are too old to really watch and enjoy the tv shows mm-hmm. and like the mcu model as it were of the 12a mm-hmm. superhero thing they'll say shit a couple of times and that's cool yeah. <laughs> yeah and they're sort of meant to be teenagers around their age but they're not that the mm-hmm. aspiring to the older kids kind of thing. it's a bunch of 25 year olds playing teenagers again. precisely <laughs> and you know, iconic Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the that's kind of the point. And also because most importantly, and this is the thing we've said on and we on and we'll come back to many times, this film does a really surprising thing with the characters and makes them kinda of like the Breakfast Club with mm. the, the, the Oh, very much so, yeah. Yeah. And and that was actually an intention from the start, apparently mm. from, from Israelite. But um the idea that they want to make them relatable to kids. They're simple the problems they're facing until the end of the world stuff with actually huge mm. problems, is they're just kind of small, low key things. One of them's mum is not well and he worries about her. And the other one of them is like has is a genuine on the spectrum, as it were. Is, is, has, is it oh, I can't miss autism specifically or Asperger's? But I think it's mm. like autistic of some sort. One is battling with her sexuality and one's turning up with, with the politics. And one has no real academic side of things. He's it's, it's all so really simple, mm. but without being OC. Um, Riverdale style. We're mm-hmm. gonna make this much more extreme than it actually is. Yeah. Like, no, it's it's quite low stakes, but for them, it's the most important thing in the mm. world. Which for teenagers is a big thing, mm. but it's also not the TV series of Alpha. If I meet teenagers, I with, attitude, teenagers with attitude, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Um. Everyone has an
2: attitude of sorts. It's just if it's a bad one or a good one. Except the characters in the Power Rangers <laughs> series who are the most wholesome kids you've yes. ever... Yeah, you could ever ask for. Fucking it ridiculous. feels like th- this film, and obviously like the fact that they had The Breakfast Club in mind from the start mm-hmm. influences this, but it does it does genuinely feel like a throwback to almost something like your kind of Goonies age type sure, stuff sure. where it's, there was a period where, and, and again, you know, it's it's weird that there's shared cast members with Stranger Things, where, like, you had this period, it seemed, mm, you know, yeah. where you could have kids in films who were... You recognise the fact that they might not be, like, fully, you know, developed personalities, so to speak. Yeah. But they, they have their own sense of self, and they're a lot more grown-up than we often portray them in media
1: that's aimed at them. Yes, um, you infantilise them a little too yes, much or yeah. you overly sexualise and yeah, adult yeah. them up with yeah. the problems so yes
2: yeah so you you know you get your st- stuff like Stand By <clears throat> Me where it's like yeah like A, kids <laughs> and obviously this doesn't apply to Power Rangers swear up a storm <laughs> um, and th- they have their own minds and intentions and uh, motivations and stuff like that and, and maybe they're not that worldly but they know what they
1: want and they're, they're facing problems yes. kind of stuff everything is earnest because they believe it. Yes. Whether it's completely fucking vacuous nonsense. Mm. This is the way that... I, I know. I don't know the exact science of it, but I'm pretty sure there's been lots of various papers about the mm. idea that a teenager's brain works differently to a child and an adult's oh, brain. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. the idea of...
0: During puberty, your yeah. brain function fundamentally changes and how you process yeah. data and stuff completely changes. Yeah, so the idea as you that you are... That as
1: well. things that When a, an adult is not connected to a kid, or a kid, a teenager, mm. saying like, in two years, this isn't going to matter. No one, mm-hmm. and the things that parents always, every, people probably mm. said to us as well, instinctively, like, it doesn't matter. It's like, it does matter. It's mm. all that matters right now. It's why Romeo and Juliet is the way it is because mm. two 16-year-olds were so obsessed with each other, they did stupid shit, didn't uh-huh. think five second seconds yeah. and killed each other. Um, it's like, yeah, because you weren't, you are so worried about the collective, about other people's opinions, about everything's so magnified because everything that's going on and film and TV try every now and again to capture this, and you either get someone like a John Hughes who knows what the fuck he's talking about mm. and taps into something genuinely real, mm. or even like with Olivia Wilde recently with Booksmart and shit mm. like that. It's, it's something that really feels like, oh no, that you teenagers, there, mm. done. Mm. Or you get something like, I don't know, Greece maybe, where it starts. <laughs> I was like, this is what it's like, right? No, I don't think it really was. I mean, I can see what you're trying to get at, but no. And you get other things, like, say, like, like Riverdale, especially with TV and things and other bits and pieces, and you're like, oh, no.
2: You You either get stuff that's far too, like sanitized like like yeah, grease yeah. or the original power rangers series or you get stuff that feels like it's uh oh, trying s- skins Ski- yes yeah. it feels like it's sensationalized and it, it, to a certain degree it's trying to terrify adults yes so you know <laughs> skins or riverdale skins or skins is a classic example um, of that, yeah. uh, a- a- and you know y- this finds that interesting middle ground where it's like no we're going to we're just going to treat them as like interesting characters in their yes. own right and we're not going to kind of... We're not going to ramp up the sex and violence and swearing and stuff mm. like that. But we are going to kind of... Address things that kids are yeah, going through. Yeah, address
1: the concerns that kids have and stuff yeah. like that. And it's interesting because, technically speaking, a big criticism of the film came from like people who are big Power Rangers fans saying, uh, yeah, forgot to Power Ranger. And there were people who were just enjoying the film as it was. And saying, oh, they kind of ruined it at the end with the stupid Power Rangers because they felt they had to. It's like, that's... A bit of an issue. That's is the only it, it was it?
0: similar feedback, and I think it was the year before, 2016, was Godzilla. Yeah, A lot of people saying, There's not enough Godzilla in this Godzilla movie. And other people saying, Oh, this is an interesting take on Godzilla. Hmm. I've always not really enjoyed the Godzilla movies because it's just a bunch of monsters fighting, but now we have the human perspective and blah, blah, blah. <gasps> and like you said, very similar kind of perspective on either side of it. Uh, yeah,
1: I have a lot. Look, we're going to do an interseason about Godzilla soon. At oh, some yeah, point, absolutely. it's coming, all right? I got a lot to say. Matt's been campaigning for it for a while (laughs) yeah but i like gareth edward's godzilla film me too and one of the reasons i really really like it is because it's like the first film godzilla doesn't really show up when he shows up fucking it's terrifying and it's scary (laughs) and it's intense and it's brilliant and it's a big metaphor and a message same with shin godzilla i enjoy the kaiju style we're gonna have that monster punch that monster in the face on the moon and then he does a little jig. Mm-hmm. And there are kind of usually two types of fans with that one, like ones who want to see a big monster smashing, people who want to see the you know, the, the, the fear of the bomb or climate change, whatever it's going to be, that's the big issue of the day. Um, but with, of all things Power Rangers, I went long, okay. In ninety oh five. I want to say, I went to the cinema to see the Power Rangers film and I was 11 years old. I enjoyed it for what it was worth. It's fine, and I, was, I sort of watched the TV a bit. I didn't have any of the toys. It was a little. It was again. I was eleven. I was like, I'm a little too old for this. So, in other words, you ask me who the Power Rangers film now is for. Mm-hmm. That eleven-year-old me, he would a fucking. Not it. this. Like, oh my god, they're like adult cool kids, mm. and they also get to be Power Rangers. Yeah. I want to be a Power Ranger, but
0: I don't want to be lame about it. Yeah, I don't want to be a kid about it. I get to be a cool the, one. These guys are having like a fire.
1: At night time. <laughs> and they're talking about their feelings. <laughs> I'm too afraid to do that. <laughs>
2: I want to a- hang out in like a weird
1: scrapyard with girls. That's yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, that sounds great. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well,
1: but that's the thing. I think that's the thing. It's the aspirational kid. Your life could be like this. And it's like, really? I mean, not the Power Ranger, but it's stupid. Mm. But you could connect with people <laughs> who are also like you. Yeah. And you wouldn't think it from different walks of life you know genders ethnicities sexualities and Mm. and it's all you could be commonly linked by stuff and like Mm. oh fuck really yes it's called fucking society (laughs) um but also here's a monster fat battle um but at the same time uh i watched the film in the cinema this this power range one and i didn't really know what to expect but having said that i'd written it off Mm. because two i want to say two years such a long time it felt like an eternity I was at uh, prior to the release of the film. I was at MCM uh, to Comic Con in Britain, mm. and we were doing promotion of achievement stuff. And they had all these huge banners hanging from the ceiling because obviously tons of promotional mm. stuff for different video games and films and such. And there was obviously tons of promotional material for so many different properties. But that, that one stood out to me because they had like a half face thing on one side of the banner or the poster. It was the the actor's face, and the other side it was the the Power Rangers the suit mm, suit kind of thing, face. Yeah, yes, yeah. and everybody there affected. Which is was, a classic power rangers vibe it right? is yeah. and yeah. It, it arguably from a promotional point of view works fine yeah everybody there was lambasting and tearing the shit out of it rightly and wrongly um, and i mean like people who would come to our stand and talk to us and stuff and our table and things and also people we were also working with in the area or uh, the, the vidcon sort of bit. and it was but from seemingly strange places like huh that's weird. They, the Blue Ranger is the black guy. Isn't it? it's, like, it's like, well, yeah, they're trying to make a statement. They don't make, literally just like, oh, I know, the black dude <laughs> being cast as the Black Ranger and then the really uncomfortable thing with well, like, well, the Asian lady as the, the Yellow, yellow Ranger. Ranger it's like, yeah. Again, it shouldn't actually be completely innocent and like, oh, well, obviously, well, the oh, I see there's an awful racist stereotype. You're like, yeah, but also can't trust people. But equally, that was the, well, one angle of people like the purist and fans saying, I don't like it. Then you had other people saying, like, why is Kimberly's mouth ever so slightly open and the rest of the clothes? Is she sexualized? Yes, lady? She's being sexualized. Things like that. And you're like, oh yeah, I guess. And the only thing they released at that point, other than those posters, was that single image. And I was like, why are they fucking high heels? Why is it look like shit? And mm-hmm. yada yada yada. So we we're all aware of the thing. And I said, I'm gonna watch it opening day because I do. I go to screenings and things. Because you always do. I do. <laughs> and I got about 15, 20 minutes into the film and thought, I'm actually really enjoying this and i should point out and this is a strange thing because it com- does come up every now and again i don't know the name of it exactly and i don't give a fuck there was a fan made film of the power rangers like a short film thing mm-hmm. with um katie sackoff exactly the, the joseph khan it was directed and written mm-hmm. by joseph Kahn. there we go the guy
0: that does those things
1: exactly
2: <laughs> i and uh does taylor swift videos mostly. Does, taylor, <laughs> yeah, does taylor swift videos yeah. i didn't like
1: it a lot of people love it and say, "Oh, that's how that's how my power range I parents be and So yeah,
0: the the problem with that, and I will talk about this later on, sure. is it somewhat ties into uh, my little uh, plan. Oh, um, it is a bit too dark. It is. It's yeah. a bit too cool for itself and trying to be cool and gritty and uh, it it's DCing it basically. Yeah, it's trying to be oh, we're super gritty, Man of Steel style. Uh,
1: everything's really sad and angry and uh, Battlestar TV series. Yeah, yeah. exactly,
0: but. Power Rangers is not that, and it just doesn't gel very yeah. well. <laughs> and there's a balance there that I think you can strike if you have a way of doing that, which I will talk to later on Sure, I'll bring that up. But that, it felt so, like, try-hardy. Like, mm. real, like, you know what would be really cool? If we reboot this kids franchise and make it full of blood and swearing and yeah. ugh, he's gonna blow
1: a dude's head off and ugh, it's gonna be close-up murder and sexy times and somebody stuff. said this about Ugh. spider-man and said mm. if you read the spider-man comics at, at a specific point in time and you watch the films and they're all 12 a and there's no spider-man for kids at that point there's no cartoon there's like right and spider-man yeah. there should be something for kids in there mm. somewhere i mean yes of course they're like 30 40 50 year old people or whatever mm. going, oh, i've had that since i was a kid and like mm. yeah that's cool but if you're literally sh- slamming the door shut behind you saying it's not for you kid has to be cool. Which, which is exactly what the Joseph Kahn version yeah. does. And it I It is a so
0: geared that. towards, like, uh, um, yeah, it's the DC fan, it's mm, the, yeah. the fucking mm. people who wanked off over Joker and complained that Harley wasn't sexy enough in Birds of Prey and all these Ugh. fucking morons that think like, oh yeah, things are only made for me, not for kids or... SJWs and all this fucking bull- snowflakes and bullshit yeah. and you get these guys who would just and I say guys it is guys yeah. who it's are always who, guys. Who, who, men of the yeah. west who are obsessed <laughs> with this like the thing in my childhood was made for me and made for me exclusively don't remake it you'll ruin my childhood there are kids now mm. who would like things for themselves as well. Yeah, stop being a selfish cunt.
2: Yes, yeah. or if you're going to remake it, remake it so it suits
1: my sensibilities now. That's exactly it. As as yeah. Yes. yeah, it's,
2: it's remaking a- it for the 35
0: year old version of the fan that loved Power which Rangers, which is amazing. Back in the it's day.
1: like remake it for my sensibilities now. It's like that kind of clashes with everything the Power Rangers stand for because mm. now you're, yeah, right, but I like blood and tits and mm. yeah, and swearing. And it's like, well, oh, like, you have the, the mentality of a 15 year old <laughs> as a 30 year old. <laughs> Congratulations! It's the problem of Star Wars in a way as well. That Mm I don't like. They're not the bad guys. They're not the fascists. It's like, well, you've become a fascist now, you (laughs) dumb (laughs) fuck. You don't like it because (laughs) I'm sorry. Are, Are there people defending the empire? Because, Jesus Christ yeah tons of them oh god say like the first orders like a good thing they do why is the why are they the bad guys they do a hitler salute <laughs> <laughs> that's the point people don't get that because they're so deep in what the fucking what do you
0: fucking... mean that he stands in front of a group of militant people order! And... yeah you got <laughs> donald gleason they screaming his head
1: off on a fucking volcano no cuz how our own politics working right now <laughs> but that's the point it's like i think the phrasing i think i can't, I can't credit who said it online but the best thing was like I'm sorry you grew up to be the bad guy. Oh, <laughs> that's good. But the good guys that's are still the good problem. guys. Yes. It hasn't changed. The anti-heroes are still anti-heroes. You're neither. You're the bad guy now. Mm. People who love the Joker and love... and not I don't
0: mean the film The Joker. I mean the character The Joker. Oh, yeah. Who like really associate him as being really cool and anarchic and mm. interesting and blah, 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 blah. And mm. as Matt has always said, any fucker can play The Joker because mm-hmm. The Joker's not an interesting character. And that's the point. <laughs> Whereas... We have this generation of fans, unfortunately, who have just become this weird, jaded, I support the bad guys because I don't mm. like Batman anymore because he's not cool enough for me. Yeah. And I support the First Order because all the Jedi are boring
2: and meh 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 Star Wars is for kids. Shut the also, fuck up. Also, stop building your entire identity around the corporate-owned media that
3: you <laughs> consume. Yes. That's a very good point, yes. Tim.
2: You also get those people who are, yeah, have an entire I sleeve mean, of
0: jokers and stuff. And, it's and like, this is kind of... Okay, cool. Yeah, you've defined yourself by... One character or yes. one particular thing—an interpretation of a character—and yes, inter- yeah. yeah, your interpretation of a various different. Uh, I, I've literally seen a guy who had like various different Jokers, and it was live action, it was the cartoon, it was oh, comics, yeah. it was all kinds of stuff. It was Heath Ledger, and and it was the thing was him adding Joaquin on there was like the big moment for him. Thinking, oh. oh, there's finally a new Joker. Blah 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 blah. Like, Does he get them you, all cut in if you, he likes them? Or are not? you all right? I don't know. Oh, well, sure. he had. So he he had definitely had animated series, definitely had Killing Joke, definitely had exactly exactly. This is the thing. You like? Do you just like the look of the character? Have you read these things? Are you aware that he is a fucking monster? Mm. Do you care? Like at this point, and and, and, as you said, Tim, he's just like they're all the same character Mm. owned by Warner Brothers,
1: like. Do you need to define yourself by us? I, I Does this say, matter? We we all do this. And this is the crucial thing. What, get Joker tattoos? Mm. <laughs> we all have them. <laughs> We've all got the inner thigh Joker we did, tattoo. We
2: did, a, did you not see our Instagram stories?
1: <laughs> <laughs> We've we got some pen knives and some... Yeah. And some... Mine, uh, if I left my penis up, my ball bag says damaged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh. I've got a little J under my penis. <laughs> So, Jack. we are all inspired by the art and things we consume and create. It's why people literally say, We had a great game last night. It's like, You don't play for Manchester United, <laughs> you dumb fuck. Yeah. But that's fine. It's the difference when you say to someone else, No, you don't get a part of this or so you close it. Mm. And again, I should point out, I have done this as well because, of course, I have. I'm a fucking 30, fucking six year old man. Mm. I have obviously been a toxic twat in my life at various <laughs> points. I remember at one point my friend very, very rightly taking me down a peg when I said, Ah, I really have pissed me off how like people wear like Batman t-shirts. I don't wear Batman. I don't read Batman. I mean, you're like, does it fucking matter? Tim was one of them. Didn't most took me down for saying this as well. At one point, so sometimes it's nice just to have a lo- like, design of the logo. I'm like, no, not for you. And again, I'm just resentful because I got beaten up in school for liking shit. And now everyone likes that shit. And I'm like, again, my, my wife pointed us out about her, her, her own cousins who, bit laddie, bit all right. And, um, they were saying, Sorry, what was that, yeah. And, um, <laughs> The idea that they were saying like, um, oh it's really crazy how like the kids are all like desperate for like Spider Man backpacks in their twenties and twenties, oh, fucking hell, sorry, in their teen years and such and they're like all want Avengers things. And it's like we if I even hinted that I like that stuff in school we'd get like beaten up as you know, it's because it's nerdy. And then of course the reaction was oh, it's not nerdy, I don't know. It's, it's not really geeky. It's just, you know, it's it's, it's cool. So yeah, now it is. but then it wasn't. The fuck you talking about? You have suffered what I suffered throughout. day yeah.
3: and that's everybody kind of... fucking
1: loves Dungeons and Dragons and Marvel
0: comics now. Like, <laughs> which we should all celebrate. Where was this don't. 20 years ago? But yeah, uh, I'm not. Gatekeeper, gatekeeper. I'm not and I'm not a gatekeeper. I don't give a shit. Yeah. If you like mm. like what you like, do if, what do what you want to do. Mm. It's
2: better that people aren't judged for that. It's exactly. You don't mm. have to suffer through those things and you get more
0: the, content. Again, it's this weird. And then I'm harshing on like the older people here, but I, I say older with a kind of a, a hint of irony but mm. this is the old generation of like I suffered so you have to suffer yeah. as well it's- you can't have good things because I had bad things when I was a kid and that builds character yeah. and people are starting to use that to discuss healthcare <laughs> <laughs> we we had to pay out of the nose and go into debt and become bankrupt if I broke my ankle so so do my kids mm. Like oh so you don't want a good life for your kid? I'm getting weirdly really political no here. no it's right <laughs> <laughs> we power should talk ridges. about parents somewhere. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's this whole thing of like we suffered so you need to suffer kind of thing. And, and as you said, Tim, it's like that should be a positive thing. You should wish good <laughs> things on the future generations. Matt got beaten up for liking Batman and a Ramstein. Kid up for these days, like, yeah. 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 You see a kid walking down walking down the road in a Ramstein t shirt, you're like, fuck yeah, dude.
1: Good for you. <laughs> and that's the point. Yeah. I like that utopian society where so we're all like, like, oh, like the things you like. And that's fucking healthy. It's normal. It's, it's why people who are like Marvel or
2: DC zombies
3: mm.
2: I, uh, baffle me. It's like you should have a diverse diet of what media you consume because that way you don't hang all of your hopes and dreams. You don't put all your eggs in one basket. And sense of self on a single franchise that you have no control My over. Life is defined by Batman.
3: In,
1: yeah. in Inside here. um Matt's Batman. I, I currently... W- no! I'm not Batman. How many times? matt, matt. <laughs> I'm that one, yeah. Um, no, I wear a Green Lantern ring. Um, and I do because... Multiple reasons. But because... Because
0: you were chosen
1: by the planet Oa. <laughs> I told you to <laughs> shut <shelf> about that. <laughs> i got a great super identity and I have a secret thing where if I cover just a bit of my face, <laughs> no one can tell it's me. Which, as we know from the, uh, the, the thumbnails for these videos, you can always tell it's me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I love the principle of the comic. I love the idea... Again, as a filmmaker... An artist and creative in general, being able to construct something from nothing for the sheer willpower of like I'm going to push <laughs> this into fucking existence, whether it fucking kills me or not, and I'm gonna do it hopefully for the right reasons, and figure it out if I don't is kind of everything to me at this point, and and has been for a very long time, and that's important to me, and that's etc. But the film is shit. <laughs> yeah. The animated films are fine. The animated yeah. TV series is really good. The yeah. comics are. Decades of good and bad. Mm-hmm. Mostly bad. Mm. And some really good principles and concepts and stuff. If it goes shit, or if there's a bad film comes out, I don't care. It doesn't impact on me because that in that mm. principle speaks to me. In the same way I love Daredevil at my Marvel side, I fucking adore Daredevil as a character, he's fantastic. And I like his sort of principles. But again, if there's a bad film, I say, Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's a it's unfortunate interpretation sometimes. But it doesn't mean I'm like, no, you've ruined everything says mm. although we should be very careful. Uh-oh. We are a podcast that says, no, you can't make this movie. You made it bad. But sometimes we're right. <laughs>
2: it's the thing of like, you can be disappointed with media, especially if it's media that you hold close to your heart. Yes. And you can be like, oh, I, you know, I don't like this. I'm not going to give this my money anymore or I'm going to wait until, you know, a different writer, director, showrunner or whatever yes. is, is comes around and gives it another attempt. But like, A, don't complain that it exists in the first place because there are other people who it might be for. Correct. Don't seek out those creators and, like, have a go at them and don't seek out the fans of it and also have a go at, like, I mean, not everything is for you and that's fine and there are plenty of things out there that could be for you if you gave them a try we've strayed Tim, a long way yeah we strayed a long way from power rangers no no
1: but this is the point i think it's the nature of a lot of pop culture stuff and and the reaction to power rangers is a very strange one because if you watch any single episode from start to end it's fucking garbage <laughs> and but having said that i remember watching it as a kid and thinking ah it's not really for me but i like the the sort of sort of karate element, as it were, and the explosions and the cool suit. I like elements of it, certainly. The others are like, you know, fucking... What I can only describe as Christian community centre bullshit. Yeah. I was like,
2: what the fuck is this? We got yeah, any- per- anything that was filmed in America, yeah, basically.
1: Or a pair of bird box It's like, oh, who gives a fuck about this? Jesus. Um, that's to fuck me off. I had no time for that shit. But, I, again, I would... I, even at the time, I don't think I slagged off fucking Power Rangers fans mm-hmm. for liking this stuff because I was too busy trying to concealed many layers of the things i liked for being <laughs> fear of being told off for of liking things yeah there's this baffling logic of it's how you portray it in your mind and your memory like mm-hmm. oh it was so cool it's like no it's shit mm-hmm. i said this in my in my turtles review in 2014 mm-hmm. when I, again, I said yes film's all right said, no man this fucking ter- it's bay formers it's mm-hmm. fucking Ch- it's michael way bullshit it's like, I said, he's a producer is yeah it's influence but it's not it's not that mm-hmm. shit it's like it's terrible it's like it's fine mm-hmm. it's literally just fine it's not good not bad but it's all right and it's not for you mm-hmm. but it, it, they've got this and they're like yeah there are problems with it of course there fucking are at the end of the film the kid was i remember in the screening i was watching and it's like not, not. you're gonna get shell shocked i was like there you go problem solved <laughs> kid liked it the kid will probably go out and buy some toys from it enjoying tales and maybe go and buy read the comics when he gets a bit older and be the better stuff who the fuck knows who cares? And I know that's a silly thing to say because I say you when know, we do tear parts of films saying they should be better and work to a higher degree. But I, at no point did I shake that child and say, you don't understand. <laughs> it was good. It was once a beautiful thing. It was so badass. And then I try and describe it and then we sit down and watch an episode together of like the first season of the animated Turtles and go, <laughs> oh wait, this is shit. Yeah. This is just dumb. And you can't, you can't, again, you can't defend something that you didn't create, first of all, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, you can defend the reasons you liked it at the time um and you can defend arguably the importance it holds to you because of the nostalgia you place upon it and all that Mm. sort of stuff but you can't then defend your actions afterwards Mm -hmm. when you suddenly say oh okay so maybe just maybe i mailed some anthrax to a comic book writer (laughs) it's like the fuck is wrong with you (laughs) it's like it's like why it's like because for one minute i wasn't happy with the direction the character was going it doesn't it's just so stupid so to bring it back to power rangers uh desperately the film was, in my opinion, pretty damn good. Um, and everyone I sort of watched it with afterwards when it came out on like, Blu-ray and stuff I said, like, yeah, you should watch it. So it's actually, you should genuinely watch it. It's yeah. okay. And they went, oh, that was all right. It's like, yeah, I know. And the problem is everyone sort of fell asleep on it. So this thing happened. So uh, at the correct time of recording, I believe the current uh, life, shall we say, of the Power Rangers mm-hmm. film is it made money we'll go to the exact sum in a second but it didn't make enough it made huge amounts of merchandise sales apparently because power rangers always does exactly. and always has done for yeah. the last 30 years <laughs> <laughs> fucking answer statement yeah um and at that point they were like oh maybe we should we should do a sequel mm. and from what i understand now I think in early 2019, 2018, they were like, yeah, we're, we're probably going to do it now because of the sales of toys alone. And because Saban and other things were bought out by Hasbro. And then Apple they were like... toy company. Correct. And they're like, we'll fucking mm. sell shit. <laughs> and then I think in a Stranger Things podcast or a meeting or some sort of interview, they said, oh no, they're going to go ahead with it, but it's a reboot. And it's like, oh, fuck. let reboot it again. It's too mm. soon. Because that worked with... well yeah. for Spider-Man. Having said that, sometimes the kids are to be high school kids. Sometimes you... Leave it too long. Yeah. Kind of they do yeah. look like they're fucking thirty year olds and stuff. It's like, yeah. now you're a problem. Um we should we should jump back to Jack's. I was gonna say, Jack, what was your experience most formative? So the, the very,
0: very first time I ever went to the cinema of my own accord oh. is Power Rangers the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was four years old. Oh wow. And I was fucking ready. <laughs> and weirdly enough, it introduced me to a band who would be my favourite band for many years after that, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Because Higher Ground is in that soundtrack for some reason. No idea why. But it was such an important... like. There was the first time I'd asked, Mum, I want to go to the cinema
3: because
0: I've been watching TV and I love this. Whatever the fuck this is. (laughs) I didn't say that. I was four.
1: (laughs) No, you like this. (laughs) Whatever
0: the fuck this is, Mum. I need to go see this at the cinema (laughs) because I'm four years old. And I need to experience this. So, were you Benjamin
1: Buttoning? I was Benjamin but-
0: <laughs> I was 65 years old. Um, and yeah, it was my first kind of. I might have been taken to something by my parents at some point. Oh, I yeah, don't yeah. think I was, if I remember correctly. And yeah, this was the first time I ever went to consciously see something at the cinema. For local listeners, I went to the Chroma Regal Plex, oh, which my is uh- <laughs> Oh, yes which is the thing it sounds like it's from the 1960s. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but cuz it is. Mm-hmm. It's the one and only like three screen cinema in Cromer in Norfolk. And it is yeah, my my I'm from just outside of Norwich, sort of halfway between here and the coast and Cromer is right on the coast and that was the closest mm. thing to where I grew up because I grew up in the middle of fucking nowhere. And yeah, it was my first ever cinema going experience, and oh. I had the toys, and I was humming the theme tune, and th- this <laughs> and a is what an 30 year why- this old is- man
1: came up to you and said, <laughs> "It's ours! It was better." <laughs> Ruined your life.
0: I liked Sentai when I was a kid. Get the fuck out of it. It could have happened. I don't think it did. No. But in a way, Power Rangers the movie is the reason I'm sat here right now. It's creepy. Yeah, I- the first time I'd ever been to the cinema was the Power Rangers. And uh, I remember loving every second of it. And then I rewatched it when I was about 10. I was like, what is this? <laughs> is
2: what that, was I thinking? That would be the Ivan Ooze. Yes. One, if, if I'm remembering oh, correctly. Oh,
0: yes. Very much so. Very much
1: so. <laughs> Hi. I'm, uh, again, As even as an 11-year-old, I didn't understand that. Because uh, someone in school had explained to me that Power Rangers was Japanese. And I said... Mm no it's not they're all American yeah. <laughs> and they said no no that's like a Japanese show and then they did American bits and I thought how can they do that the, and again in my childlike naivety was like did they record over the videotapes I don't yeah. understand <laughs> <laughs> just talking over the top of it um, like a fucking idiot but the point was that they explain that no, 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 it's a show. They cut the bits up and they do it another thing, mm. uh, and that's why the, all the locations are different. It's like, oh yeah. yeah, and they said, but this movie is like actually gonna be an actual movie where they mm. do the whole thing. I'm like, oh, and so the bad guy is actually a bad guy they've made up. Oh, I see. Oh, cool. Is that why? that's As I was like, why is you know Return Z not gonna mm. be in as much, etc. And it's like I have news, an and. Fuck me that performance. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hello kids. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck is this? Yep.
0: And they all have to go and I don't remember any of this. Go and learn to be like monks and they take yes, off their suits and they, they wear like it. full karate geese mm. with the They look stuff, like the karate yeah. kid, but colour coded obviously because yeah, they're Power Rangers. Yeah. And they get new powers, so they're like monkey power yeah. <laughs> and like <laughs> I'm um, that is, i think the I Red know. Ranger is, 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 is monkey yeah. power. It's a gorilla or something, hey, yeah. Gorilla is a strong word, Matthew. It's a monkey. <laughs> I
1: checked.
2: I believe it's it's for so that when they came back it would be the
1: ninja force one. Correct. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, Tim, yes. I believe it's because they want to sell more toys. <laughs> well, yes. I think you'll find merchandising is the reason <laughs> for any of that happening. But that's the thing that's interesting about the Power Rangers in general. Is, okay, we haven't actually said this yet properly, but Super Sentai. Show that's been going since the seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the Toei Animation Studios in Kyoto, mm, and yes. they have a big, old, huge Sentai and Kamen Rider kind of exhibit, as it were. And they have all the Red Rangers from like the seventies back. Then. It's yes. a really cool fucking thing. Except in a brief moment, you think, what if what if there are people in these suits and they they, they come to life and they cry at each other? One of those in the face. moments where they just
0: like as you walk past, they all turn and look at you. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: quite terrifying in that regard, but it's very fun and very cool. Mm. And even in that, even in that in that studio you're like this is for kids <laughs> <laughs> and all the stuff they have like you know, activate this so and so and it's like mm. oh they're not like a prop it's the toy they're using. The mm. toy is the big armband or the, mm. the spinning thing on your waist, or whatever it is. It's a toy yep. that they've already planned merchandise and merchandised, mm. and it's you know, cynical but whatever works.
0: You can play with this while you're here and then buy it in the gift shop, buy it yeah. in the gift shop, buy it's it in a, the gift shop. It's a smart move in yeah. a way because you're like, mm.
1: yeah, why would we make it try to emulate like something on the screen?
2: But it's something that's really it's it's tailored to exactly that right audience of like five to ten. Yes. Like yes. kids. like And one often, four-year-old Jack. And one four-year-old Jack. I was ahead of the times, kids. Um, but that th- there's this... So many... It, it, it just taps into that certain kind of mindset of like, oh, I want the... Th-, like, they've got the thing on the arm, so I can wear that. And then there's different things you can put into it. And then each of them has their own dinosaur or... <laughs> Ninja animal I fucking love or, dinosaurs. Like yeah, train yeah. in some of the later ones. It's fucking train like ones, that. Christ. They just <laughs> like, make shit up later on. Yeah. Like um and it's so, it's 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 just incredibly like it's a genuinely, I think Obviously, some of the earlier stuff is incredibly cheesy, but oh, I've, yeah. I have heard very good things about certain po- uh, series of mm. the kind of the, the American Power mm. Rangers, mm. you know, how they adapt it for, you know, Western yes. audiences and stuff like that, and, the, and that it genuinely does interesting things. But it is fundamentally like those shows are aimed at that audience. And I yes. think the, the, yes. the Power Rangers 2017 is old, aimed at a little bit older, which is probably a smart idea. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. It gives it a slightly broader appeal mm-hmm. because you want to be able to get hopefully grown ups to go and see this film. Like, the the yes, the, your, your approach with this mm-hmm. franchise is either going to be you, you deliberately make it very much a kids' film, which tends to only sell to kids, or you make it slightly more adult to something like the MCU level of yeah. maturity. Um, in which case it's like, oh, well, we can, it's not so adult that teen, uh, kids can't go and see it. But also, we're going to get teenagers, we're going to get people in their 20s who, you know, like action films yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. like sci-fi films. You know? It's
1: something cool. It's what everyone's seeing right now. Yeah. yeah. It's... Yeah. And that makes sense. And I think ultimately, this is where it's very frustrating. The film gets it right a lot of the time. Mm. The problem is, and it's like I said in my review, I, 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 I'll, I'll I'll, still stand by it. It does kind of forget to do the Power Ranger thing. So yeah. it, it works the to way it was, but it's so... Preoccupied. It's mm. so preoccupied with the idea of we need to make this feel real. These characters need to be real. We need mm. to believe the team. And it's like, yeah, good work. Mm. But then when we get to the whole actual, they're a giant. It's quote <laughs> Elizabeth Banks. They got the suits and the dinosaur cars, and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, this bit. It,
2: it feels a little bit jarring when it's also very brief. Yeah, mm. that's yeah that that is the main criticism, and it's something that you know it's it's a shame that it didn't. Or it doesn't look like we're getting a sequel to this particular film nope. because it's a problem that in the sequel wouldn't be there that's the thing it's because, a absolutely. Because, because, I because they spend we you know and we've praised them for this they spend a lot of time setting up the character and you genuinely like these characters and they mm-hmm. have interesting dynamics and there's good chemistry between all of the cast members mm. um and then but they spend if anything perhaps not too long doing it but it's it's too much in one big clump all at the beginning Mm. and and by the beginning i mean like the first two thirds to three quarters of the film (laughs) like you could do with a little bit more of a glimpse of like oh here's what it's
1: going to be like when the action really kicks off. yeah they have more training stuff about the suits and yeah but that's still again that's all and it's kind of the right thing to do sometimes it's all in service of bringing the group together and yeah. showing their fractures and, and, and mm. their uh, cracks between them all. And I get that. That that's uh, mm. The problem is that when it does come to the whole, oh, by the way, there are giant robot mechs that will mm. morph into a single robot that you all control and punch a giant gold mm. thing in the face, it's like, um... no. Also, the biggest actual criticism of this film... Mm which was going to be my intro to this episode, but I decided not to go with it, is Krispy Kreme. (laughs) Of course. Nothing takes it out of the film faster than Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme.
2: The most obnoxious product placement for a long while. I was going to say. Since a James Bond film. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Until Sonic the Hedgehog and the
2: fucking Olive
0: Garden. Oh. That they mention twice in the dialogue
1: specifically. With an Olive Garden gift card. Oh. i mean i'm not gonna lie that was annoying nothing beats Krispy cream oh oh i found the olive garden thing much more distracting really absolutely they eat in the crispy cream three times I, but, I, I don't know i, just found I mean i all. love donuts and that's my problem i think <laughs> yeah because i, love I d- kept thinking myself i don't really want a mm. donut mm, yeah. damn you mark product placement's working so well i've been to olive garden i but don't the, want to go back and no. my
2: as much as it is really a little bit too much <laughs> um a, I suppose it got the film made, so you know we fuck kind of, it, yeah. You know, um, and also that scene where it's the uh, Kimberly and Trini having the fight over oh, the, the training of the donut. Yeah, mm. that's a really good fun scene.
1: It's a, it's a nice little bit in a, an homage that shows a visual way of them actually showing they've improved their skills visually as yeah. physically without actually going over the top of it, and also having fun with each other as a personality and like actually yeah. getting on with a friendship. You're like, oh, clever. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. But also cynical. (laughs) Um,
2: Um, I think my... I think... And and this was another common criticism. Is that the designs for the Zords... Yeah. Is not... It's it's very... Transformers. It's very (laughs) Very Transformers. There's a lot going on there. And you don't ever really get the time to see it and go... Okay, I understand what this thing is. Where the moving parts are. How it works. Yeah. There's like... All of them have, like, eight guns stuck on them. Yeah. Or And I don't mind the kind of the slightly more organic look that they've given them, because mm. it makes sense. They're alien, you know, whatever. Sure. Um, and again, it's something you can f- fix quite easily in the sequel. Because That's you go the like, thing. Oh, they're adapting to your particular needs and things, so mm. now the look is slightly cleaner. And, also, let's um, face
1: it, they would do it anyway because of merchandise. Yes. They would clean them up. Yeah. Make simple of it. Yeah.
2: Um, and there's something we'll get to when we talk about how we would sequelize. Yes, yes, certainly. Or, or what the sequel that we would like to see. There
1: is there is a strange and it's very much like a two thousands thing. Uh, X Men is always a good example mm. where you're like, do not for the love of God go with the original costume. It's like yeah. why it's too simple. Mm. Has to have more detail. And you're like you need black leather. <laughs> yeah, and I, I here's a strange example, but it's an example nonetheless. Gundam. Um, <laughs> The Mobile Suit Gundam series is very popular, and it's a 1970s fucking cartoon, and it is about giant robots, and a lot more. It's about politics, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Mostly giant robots. Mm, it's about politics, um, <laughs> and <laughs> I I've got some gun because of course like watching I Watching
2: C-SPAN. <laughs> damn right it is. To it's cut an edge a robot shows up
1: yeah uh so basically the suits are designed a certain way but it's based on a 1970s cartoon So it's basically just a human form and it's very blocky and like, like mm. transformers but it's by transformers but it's very boxy g1 looking sort of stuff and every time someone's like oh we're going to create a version of this we're going to create a real thing and like pacific rim for example it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. yeah you did a great job of making mechs because it's fucking Guillermo del Toro. he mm-hmm. knows what he's doing but this there's still, like tons of panel detailing and lots of long want wander- to I went to Japan and in the Odaiba, outside so uh, the Gundam base, they have like a life size 20 foot Gundam, mm. based on the, the unicorn model. It looks fucking spectacular. Mm. And it's not like over complicated. It's not made like given like much more gritty tons mm. of. It. It's like, it literally is arguably model accurate because people want to buy the model, the exact same version, and also the yeah. show accurate in a way. Mm. And that's why I get frustrated oh, because if you think about the, the Power Rangers, the mighty Morphin Power Rangers of 19. 19- 95 movie mm. they do the same thing where they don't like oh the tv costumes look too tv same reason they blew up the enterprise in generations mm. the set looks too tv you have to make it upgraded to something looks more filmic and you're like, mm. okay i get it but what they upgrade it to is so very distinctly of its time period that looks shit mm. and it's like well what would have been really cool looking kind of like a pleathery look to it like shiny thing and like bolted on bits of plastic and it's like it kind of looks worse than the TV <laughs> series Spandex, <laughs> yeah. and I think the thing we're going for now is like, give me like an organic, detailed thing mm. and fingerprints and and hexes and shit. And like, yeah, no, it's mm-hmm. kind of an eyesore now. Mm. I don't want it to be like so simple that it's. like, But the thing is, it's always like a cosplay, basically. Mm. Um, I, Wakanda um, in general and how it's populated throughout the Black Panther movie, mm. there's so much in there that's so interesting and 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 layered without over-complicating it mm. and doing too much and I think yeah. that's, that's again a cosplayer's dream mm. um, I think that's the problem with this one as well it's like everything has to look like as you say alien and organic like, I get it and most mm. of it's fine but I'm also not okay with it as well because I'm like mm. it's like I know what you're trying to do here but you don't need to you're wasting time and money on making it look a, a certain way when really just yeah. make it fucking like Iron Man you'd be problem solved yeah just simple mm. um well, I say, I make it complicated himself, and gets far too detailed and panelled and yeah. bullshit. <laughs> um, but yes, we should probably talk about. Uh, well, r- you hinted at something earlier, Matt. Some stats and some oh. info. Yes, mm. please.
0: You mentioned the box office. I did. Twas a flop, I'm afraid. Define flop. A budget of one hundred and five million dollars. Yep. A box office of one hundred and forty-two point three million dollars. So again, we have to go With discover-
1: marketing and bullshit. Yeah, that's the thing. So yeah. we have to cover that. The general
0: rule is mm-hmm. double your budget. That's the total thing. Yeah. Uh, add another 100 million on top of that <laughs> for all the marketing and all the extra bullshit and distribution yeah. rights and blah, 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 that is not included in the quote-unquote production budget.
3: Yeah.
0: That lost money. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is the thing. And as you said, Matt... Mm. Sorry to interrupt No, you, no, no, go ahead. No, as please, you please. said, toys. Yeah. Toys, toys, toys... Hasbro gives no fucks about box office. Give me toys. Mm. So it probably lost money at the box office overall, but their merchandise dollars mm. came rolling in. Yeah. So it's a weird way to think about it. Like, yeah, it probably lost money in that sense, but made probably millions and millions and millions in little plastic power rangers and wrist straps yeah. and the little helmety things that change your voice and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, I had a uh, Alpha Five alarm clock when I was a kid, <laughs> and it woke you up with the "Aye, aye, ay, ay, It's time exciting. to wake up, and it was just the most annoying thing in the world. Which is effective for alarm clocks. Yeah, exactly. You may want to punch that little robot cunt <laughs> in the face. Uh, <laughs> and uh, could you, yeah. I, I really loved Power Rangers as a kid. If yeah. you couldn't already tell. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it was a kind of thing where, like, I remember when this film came out, and like I said, I I didn't see it at the cinema. I saw it maybe a year or so later, whenever it came to dvd or blu-ray or whatever ended up seeing on and i remember seeing all the fucking toys just walking past Mm. a langley's or a any toy store in norwich and it just being fucking everywhere yeah i was like oh i'll go because i do when when, usually when i go into toy stores either i'm looking for the board game section or i'm shopping for my nephew and, and nieces and having a look there and my nephew is kind of following a similar path to me that he liked dinosaurs. Now he likes space and he's kind of going through a similar young boy path that most young boys do. And I remember he would have been about five or four or five when this film came out. And I was like, right power Rangers toys for a four or five year old. That was me. This can be my nephew. Uh Let's have a look. Entire fucking wall of just Power Rangers stuff. Mm. There was probably some Transformers bullshit in there as well, because there's always Transformers stuff. But it was ridiculous. And there was every every version of every toy, then little versions of the toys that fit into the Zords. Mm-hmm. I, I also had a Megazord as a kid, which I which I saw was a, a special gift from... Roundabout way I'm saying it. My granddad, for want mm. of a better afraid. He sure. wasn't my biological granddad, but my granddad. Um, that was like the big present from him I got that year. It was like combined birthday and Christmas present I got the fucking megazord (laughs) and i saw one in a charity shop the other day
1: i saw that too i was about to bring it up 85 pounds wrong that's far too expensive (laughs) for that fucking thing
0: yeah um our our friend ben allen picked one up at a i'm not sure if it was a megazord but it was a type of zord between tom and ben both from the super eight bit power hour uh, local podcasters and friends of ours They have both picked up Zords and various Sentai stuff Mm -hmm. at the um, toy convention we have, the toy fair we have here in Norwich. St. Andrew's Hall, isn't it, usually? Yeah, uh, they've done St. Andrew's, they've done a couple of different other places and stuff, and uh, they ended up picking up, I think it was like a 15 quid Zord and like a 20 quid Zord. And then I saw in this charity, I was like, £85 for Mm -hmm. a Megazord. And then there's the other, there's some other thing next to it that's some other kind of Zord, and that's another 65 (laughs) pounds. So if you want the full set, there were three other things. It was like 300 and something quid.
1: Yeah, I'm saying the same thing. Who is, what?
0: (laughs) You're appealing to the, as you mentioned earlier, Matt, the disposable income dudes in their 30s who want to relive their childhood things. And then the ones that don't know what they're doing and just want to chuck. 200 quid at it's a charity shop? It's the same shop?
1: as charity Maybe. shops in Britain with comics. We're like, oh, oh my god, this must be worth a million pounds. No, you fucking idiot. I
0: had a go at somebody in Oxfam once because oh. they, they had mis, mispriced their Wonder Woman comics. It was New 52 Wonder Woman mm. about a year after it came out. Splend uh, up. Good run. Good run. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. absolutely love that run. Brian Azzarello, I'd say Cliff the definitive Chang. one if you asked me for That's Woman. My favourite yeah. Wonder Woman yeah. is that I have a huge poster of... like. God of War, essentially, yes. Wonder Woman, yep. done by Cliff Chang, signed by Cliff Chang. One of my, like, prized possessions yes. in terms of my art collection. Um, framed beautifully on on our wall at the moment. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, love that run. They were selling it for 3 99 an issue. When it came out, it was 2 99 an issue.
2: <laughs> <sighs> like,
0: it's a year old! <laughs> it's 2012 or 2013, or whatever the fuck the yeah, year was. Like, yeah. you can't... Ad- what... And I, I took like the ten shoes that the guy had there, and I was like, by the way, you're not going to sell these. Yeah. He was like, oh, do you want to buy them? I'm like, no, 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 no. I have all of these already, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, they were a pound cheaper when they were new. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? It's like, well, the comics are collectors. That's process. exactly it. No, yeah. they're not anymore. <laughs> no. They were 40 years ago because they couldn't print a million copies. of mm. Comicsology exists, you fucking moron. Yeah. <laughs> People don't care about this stuff anymore. I, Unless it's I, I something pay more, specific. And I pay limited. less for the trade, for fuck's sake. Mm. Exactly. You could just buy the trades and it's like seven or eight or ten pounds or whatever it is for yep. six issues. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Anyway, Megazords and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, toys is where it's made its money. Yes. I have a couple of questions for you guys. Oh,
2: go 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 for it.
0: Bringing back the old Rotten Tomatoes game. Hello, <laughs> Ritter. Because we don't often do that on a non-canon sequelizer's mm. episode. However, there are three Power Rangers movies <laughs> that oh. have scores on. One, there, there's a bunch of other shit. on yes. there. Mm. there's it's Dino Thunder, Turbo Superpower, Mega, blah blah blah. But you're correct, Matthew. So it's 2017's Saban's Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. There is the 1995 Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie, mm. and 1997's Turbo. Turbo. Power Rangers Rangers movie
1: I think they're the only three that got cinematic releases over here Uh, I believe so
0: And they are the three that have Rotten Tomatoes scores Oh I'm ready So Stogs, Matem
1: What order
0: do you think they're in From highest to lowest In terms of Rotten Tomatoes rankings 2017,
1: 1997 And
2: 1995 And who the fuck are reviewing these things I'm gonna say It's 2017 is the top
0: Okay
1: Turbo is the bottom,
0: with a bit of Mighty Morphin in the middle. With a bit of Mighty Morphin a Mighty in Morphin the sandwich. If Fuck, you
1: will. I, I completely agree with Tim. Can I do that?
0: Yeah, because you're both correct. <laughs> hey, would you like to guess some scores? Yeah, let's yeah, do that. Yeah. So you know, in the order it is 2017. Should we go ground up or top down? Up to you. Up to you. Start off, Start with Mighty Morphin. Okay. Stop. What middle. do you think Mighty Morphin in the middle? What do you think Mighty Morphin is?
2: Fifty-seven. I think lower. I think. 37 <laughs> on the nail
0: Mr. Mate and well done wow, bang on 37% wow. for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers colon the movie
1: I thought there'd be a lot of like 90s eh it's for kids <laughs> but, <laughs>
0: but apparently not Apparently not, people yeah. didn't like that shit so 37% we have in the middle
1: mm.
0: going lower what is Turbo Power Rangers the movie what
2: rating do you think that has 15% uh, I'm going go to go
1: 24
2: have you looked these up
1: Tim no
0: that's fifteen percent for Turbo, oh, the Power Rangers movie. Tim nailed it again. Unbelievably, nailed it. Fifteen percent for Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. I honestly have not looked at these. So higher than thirty-seven uh. percent. What do you think? Two thousand and seventeen Power Rangers. I'm gonna get this wildly
2: wrong now. Ninety-two <laughs> percent. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna guess like a sixty-five percent. Matthew you
1: better not be googling that shit
0: I can see no I'm doing
1: my own website thinking what yeah. I gave the film oh I'm intrigued yeah did like, you I, rate. I think I have an idea of what I, I want to make sure before I say it oh no I didn't do that at all but I can do that in a second okay so He uh, went 65. For 65
0: from Tim we're going up from 37 yeah. so you know it's above 37
1: Um, I won't go with what I think it deserves I think I don't know what we all hmm. get I'm going to say 56 Matt is closer oh, okay
0: but a mere 50%. I think it's, I think is, it's better than that yeah, it's better than it's that. Better than it's that. better than that. I would probably stick it in the 70s personally something mm. like that. Um
2: although we but, should point out uh, my friend Alex who listens to the show always uh Alex from Tib and Alex? Yes. Oh no nice uh, man has a, has a minor go at me about this. Oh fuck you man. Rotten tomatoes <laughs> Aren't actually a rating. Oh, it's not of. percentage. No, it's no, not yes, a yes, yes. Per- know, percentage score of the film. It's how what percentage of critics gave it a positive score. And a positive is literally usually above half. Correct. Yes,
0: yes. yes, yes. yes. yes.
2: But you can, broadly speaking, it's use it. It's a good it- metric. It's a good as a metric. I
0: think it's a more interesting metric than Metacritic, for example. Mm. I find this one more interesting that it's the reviewers that gave it the positive or negative mm. score. That's why we use Rotten Tomatoes, just because I find it more mm. interesting, and I fine. came mm. up with the idea. <laughs> no, <basically. laughs> mm. But uh, yeah, yeah, you're right to say that that is not a score out of 100% mm. in terms of whether like, it's good a, a, a median score. Yeah. yeah, It is a percentage of reviewers that gave it a positive. So mm. half of them positive, mm. half of them not so positive. Kind yeah. of makes sense. I'm going to give you a quote from a
1: review, if you don't mind. Go, go, f- f- go for it. It's like an end summary kind of thing. Uh Power Rangers was never going to be an easy convention. Blah, 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 blah. Try again. Power Rangers was never going to be an easy conversion as audiences already have such strong opinions about what they expect. But at the end of the day, while this is far from great, it's not nearly as bad as it could have been. Three out of five. Okay.
2: Matthew yeah. Stockton. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. A broadly positive review? Uh yeah. I mean I do I do bash it in places, certainly, but yeah. Um ultimately, yeah, the general vibe is like, eh, this is it's fine. It's, mm. it's all right. And then over the time, the more I've let it sort of sink in, mm. the more I kind of like it.
2: And it's it's it feels really weird saying this, and especially in an episode where we've had some diatribes about like, like, reboots and uh, stuff like that, and and putting all your eggs in corporate-owned baskets. Yes. But I've given
0: hastily hide all my Power Ranger tattoos. <laughs>
2: Given the dominance of a few franchises that we currently have at the cinema, mm. you know, the fact that it's kind of Marvel is so dominant, and then there's kind of DC, and then you've got Star Wars, which is also owned by Disney as Marvel is. Oh, yeah. Like this is a franchise that it it's not an independent film, and there's so few of those now. Um that it's crazy, but of a film of this type, mm. a big blockbuster. This is what I'd almost term as like an independent franchise. It's not owned by one of the big studios. It's not. Was this Paramount that ran this one out for distribution? I want to say it was. Yeah, yeah, I think mm. so. Like, there's there's less marketing power behind it, even though there is obviously it's still a multi million corporate oh, yeah, dollar yeah. corporation. That's that's behind it but it it, it, there's there's something about it that feels a lot less rigidly controlled than something like the mcu and it means that they can do more interesting things with it you know Mm. in the same way that dc have been doing more interesting stuff with their films because they shut the bed because they shut the bed um they took, they took the chance to do something interesting with it, and it's a shame, you know, even though this wasn't a perfect film, it's a shame that we didn't see at least one more
1: to see what they would have done next. I genuinely think this is a prime example of I can see why you're prioritizing the character building, it's a, of all the things prioritized. Well done, good show. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and it could the, have jumped the number, of, into something. the number
2: of films that we've. Criticized because you're like, I don't care about these characters, and you yeah. can't say that at the end of this film.
1: Yeah, I like the characters, I like the group, yeah. and I should point out as much as I'm like, Oh, I really like it, I'm, I'm not gonna like actively go, Yeah, best movie of the year. It's like, Yeah, no, 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 no. it's fine. It exceeded <laughs> my expectation yeah, it's yeah. literally above average for me, yeah, <laughs> just um, but at the same time, um. I liked what it tried. And it, it sometimes, and I've said this before on sequelizers, sometimes reaching for something and not getting there is more important than getting there. Mm. And I think what it tried to do was good, for lack of a better word. And it's the type of thing that would have either completely fell on its fucking face or have flourished with the sequel. Mm. Another example, mentioned it already. And we again, uh, we talked about this at reasonable length in, the, uh, in, a, in a Patreon exclusive thing about what we watched recently. Sonic the Hedgehog. Everyone yeah. was like, it's not for me, it's not for you. It's like, yeah, because it's not for you. You're not, you know, the 30-year-old <laughs> collectors of Sonic bits and pieces.
0: Well, you gave the example, was, was it you and a, your wife that went to see it? Yeah. And there was literally a kid in front of you that went like, oh, yeah, Sonic! And like fist pumped the air. And you're like, yep. That's
1: why this film was being made. Because yeah. that kid now loves Sonic. That's important. That's the thing. And it's, it was a character that turns up at the end, and like, oh my God, the character name. And I was like, yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like, that's who this... Is. And my wife, who's like been a Sega nerd since she was a kid, and she's um, very much Sonic is like her thing, but also not really because she's, you know, a fucking 35-year-old woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, so, like, again, there's no Sonic tattoos. There's... I'm looking around the room. I think one Sonic in there somewhere. Hidden.
2: <laughs> Can you find him? He's there's so couple, fast. Of like, where's Wally? A... Mm.
1: But the point is that it's, it's for those kids. And I think... While it's done a lot of the grounding and everyone said, oh, because of the whole nature of the CGI and the crunch and all that yadda yadda and how it was constructed and blah, blah, blah. Now it's got the goodwill of making a lot of money and kids enjoying it and selling a fuck ton of merchandise already. It can get into a sequel where it actually does explore things from the games that you do like or remember or whatever want to see back. And for that reason, sometimes you need a sequel to just breathe and studios won't allow it. Sometimes it's like, Mm. ah, no. Made a lot of money in profits and from toy sales. Made a lot of money in profits. And I mean, again, you made your money back on this film. Fuck it, we're not going to try. Mm. Uh, again, uh, previous season, Tron Legacy. I still would like to have seen what they do on the third Tron film. Yep. I didn't like yeah. any of the Tron films. Mm. I would like to have seen a third one just to see. John Carter, I'd like to see. And that's what we'd like to do with this regular sort of interseason content, regular feature. Mm. Films, sequ- sequels we would like to have seen. And obviously, it's not saying that any of them are impossible, except Dread 2. We're definitely not getting that in that form. <laughs> But no. yeah, know. But this one specifically, I don't think we'll ever see a Power Rangers sequel to mm. this film, mm. or you know, it might be like you know, the next generation or name owner, whatever the mm. fuck they're going to do reboot. But but the key thing is, I think it deserved another another bite, as mm. it were. And whether it fell on its face and failed, fair enough. Whatever it tried, or it could have been like, oh, actually no, it, people came back for this. It was good and much mm. better because you actually tell the a more. You've already got the characters established, so you get into the deeper story in the same way that if you just did Captain America: First Avenger, and said, "eh, that was alright, mm. I enjoyed it, it's pretty good," um, uh, we'll stop there. Yeah, you lose Winter Soldier. Yeah, unless I know that MC is very very different. But you know what I'm saying? It's, it's the idea mm. of sometimes with especially with this kind of franchise, the best story is in the sequel. The, I mean, it's the thing that they've realised very quickly with the uh, with superhero films, unlike what was the the common held firm belief for for many decades. The origin story is fine, but it's also not the best story. Yeah, It's where you start. It should be the prologue. Sometimes you need to do a very long prologue, either entire <laughs> film. But ultimately, it's the formative storytelling yeah. things. Like the whole Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, Raimi stuff. Mm. When you actually get into the character and going, and you're not bogged down by, how did this happen? Why mm-hmm. is he a man of spiders? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I didn't watch those films. Um in fact, once you get past that sort of scene, you're like, no, we can actually now tell more in-depth character study and interesting bits and pieces. So, mm. so yes, we're probably going to have to address how we would like to potentially have seen a sequel to this film if it was going to take place, yes, and when, etc. Unless we're going to be really, really bold and say, okay, okay, it's 2047, and now we're going to bring back like Power Rangers, and uh, we're going to use. Daniel Day-Lewis II. <laughs> the second. Who's the key actor of the I day? I say, like a
0: 90 year old Jason David Frank. Ooh. No. I mean, yes, but. No, so and no. These things can't exist without him for some reason. So, leading on from 2017's Power Rangers. Yeah. Something all three of us very quickly touched upon, and spoiler alert, is a common theme throughout our three pitches. Yes. At the end of that one of a phrase the the equivalent of the post credit scene. Yeah, yeah. There's a little green jacket lurking in the classroom, mm. and a, and a, oh. a certain
2: name gets mentioned.
0: Tommy, huh? Wonder who that could be.
1: Isn't the Ferris Bueller reference as well? It's quite, it is. Yeah, it's a yeah. Ferris Bueller as well.
0: Yes, but also Tommy, the motherfucking Green Ranger. Yep. Who is, as we talked about earlier, the the longest serving, most recurring character in the history of the fucking franchise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, Start, started off in Mighty Morphin and has gone through National Geographic and Dino Thunder, and <laughs> whatever the fuck else, Neo Geo and all the other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has appeared in like fifteen of these fuckers, oh, Jesus. and he always he he was Red Ranger at one point. He's been a White mm. Ranger. He's been a Green Ranger. He shows up as a Gold Ranger and another thing mm. as another leader of another team. Madness. He is beloved. He is beloved. He is maybe the like. At least to start off with, he was by far the most complicated and conflicted and interesting multi dimensional character because, as we said earlier, as well, you get a bunch of super clean cut, all American mm. teens, and he shows up and I'm like, Am I a bad guy? I
1: don't know. I got a ponytail. You I'll tell me. I got a me. ponytail
0: <laughs> and I'm gonna kick your ass. Okay, okay, I'm in. I've got <laughs> shoulder pads, motherfuckers. Let's do this. I've got a weird triangle shoulder pad thing because i'm cool <laughs> So cool. he's also, so cool
1: i've also got a knife strapped to me <laughs> yeah like, and what a knife. yeah
0: and as much as i took the piss out of the the, the sword flute dagger flute mm. thing at the beginning he is such an iconic character the, obviously they're going to set him up because mm. he is arguably the iconic character of the entire and the actor mm, cameoed along franchise. with joe johnson in the film mm. exactly yeah
1: he got kicked out of a screening. Did you hear about this?
0: Oh, God. I mean, he's not a great, great dude. Well, he's no, not, it not was, known for being... It was what you think of us. So mm.
1: he went to see the film... He didn't Pee Wee Herman it, did he? No. He went to, the f- he went to see the movie and uh, he knew, he, obviously, his scene was coming up. And he, he was there with a lot of Power Rangers fans and sort of, like, hidden I'm who so was. I'm so ready. And he was like, oh, oh, shit. I kind of... I really want to get the moment where everyone realizes it's me and it's, like, it's me and Amy Joe Johnson. I was like, cool. So he starts filming the screen and film audience, And because of course he takes his phone and starts filming, they kick him out for like piracy shit. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I was hoping he
0: would jump up and just go, it's me. And he goes,
1: shut up, Jason. When you did that, for some reason, all I could see was fucking... Gimli and Aragorn and Legolas running across a mountain. Dun, 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 dun. It's <laughs> similar now dun, think about
0: dun, it. Maybe Howard Shaw wrote the... I'm um, just sitting there and Well,
1: <laughs> for Lord of the Rings and just turns on Power Rangers.
0: Known for Lord of the Rings and the dagger flute little <laughs> trumpet bit. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Howard Shaw. Oh,
1: well,
0: he's quieting in the crowd and he's ready to conduct... Lead trumpets.
1: Those
2: Didn't... Howard Shore ring power rangers.
0: <laughs> 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 Are I ready, everybody? Okay, Howard Shore's first performance. Also, how metal is that fucking theme tune?
2: That got, got me into
0: some fucking power metal as a kid. Oh,
2: the Power Rangers theme tune The Power is Rangers theme tune
0: is an all time classic. Uh, I was watching. The verses oh. are the worst. Oh, yes. <laughs> the lyrics. And they've got the ability to morph and to even up the score and shit like this.
3: Oh. They've
0: got the ability to morph and to even up the score. Oh, yeah. I
3: don't
1: think I've ever heard the verses. Have you oh, not? I
0: oh, oh, I have you have the whole,
1: oh, I know all the words. <laughs> I mean, clearly. <laughs> I'm not judging you for it, but inside, a little bit judging.
0: What is it? Um No one can ever put them down. No one can ever put them down. The power's always on their side. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, that's ninety yeah,
1: shit right it's there.
0: M- milking that syllable, yeah. Go, go, Power Rangers.
2: Yeah. It had like the... Finding out someone knows the words to like the third verse of "God Save the Queen," exactly, where all the yeah. racial slurs yeah. start coming stuff. <laughs> as far as I know, there are no
0: racial slurs, but there are like three different verses to the Power Rangers, you wait the Rangers. But I just remember that like, just the intro with the guitars and stuff, and then oh, the, yeah, no, the, was cool. the Van Halen style. <laughs>
2: it's like, oh, so, it does sound like they've got so wild metal. stallions
3: to do. The <laughs> oh, True.
1: Dear. And the thing is, when you go to it's the like excellent. the latest shows, <laughs> I mean, I have I, I don't know how I've seen these, but it's like the idea of, no, I know exactly how I've seen this. Again, we mentioned already, Tom Garbit on the uh, Super Overpower Hour. I'm following on Twitter, so of course every now and again I'll see like tons of Super Sentai stuff <laughs> just popping up, and I, I think it might have been like a compilation of all the different title sequences. Mm. And for some reason I was, I don't know, lonely, <laughs> <laughs> and I decided to to watch them all. And it's like it's like that 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 theme, that that's that sting. Mm. It's so present cuz whenever they try and get away from it they can't but they have to get drawn it's like the godfather thing that keeps mm. freaking getting drawn back in every time cuz it's it's pretty fucking it's pretty good
2: it's like the when they whenever they bring the x men over into the mcu they should just pony up the money to like fox animation or whatever whoever owns the rights to the probably disney now yeah no but whoever owns the rights to the theme song to the 90s cartoon probably yeah yeah, but just use that because they're never the 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 combination of it being a genuinely good little bit of theme music Mm -hmm. and the nostalgia associated with it and and it's like there's it's not like the x-men movies then came along
1: and had an iconic score like no you know i mean i I can hear it in my head but no yeah <laughs> yeah you're right and that's the thing it's, it's the classic I mean that's the way a lot of kids TV is kind of written it's like mm. can you hum the theme tune yeah it's like and can you sing it like no then kids can't either then what's the fucking point
0: I miss yeah. good theme tunes in TV shows we have so many at the moment that are just like ones. or that are just like a second long yes like, like remember the first time I watched Arrow and it just goes
1: like lost what yeah
2: lost 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 is kind of the thing that did it
1: yeah. I, I mean I'm an anime boy I like two or three minute sequences exactly. that have a whole to song the, explain You explain the whole show you yeah. want a and full also the
2: philosophical philosophical viewpoint of yeah. the, yeah. the emotions. Philosoph- character absolutely yeah.
1: yeah yeah. I mean I'm a cardinal in that because my um, Super Happy Kill Time the 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 web series that I do has a very minimalist TV animated sort of opening but that's because A uh, we the change up every season like B yeah, episodes are really short so <laughs> fuck you it's comparative but I like a long yeah, I like I like a re- I like a reasonably good. Okay, we will definitely come back to this at some point, I guess. Mm. But opening sequences of credits of films and things, like the opening of Fight Club. Mm. Interestingly, the opening of like from Dust to Dawn when you establish so much, you can get so much across in that. Mm. And yeah. if you're just using it to just, just literally sling out some names and go da da bam. Yeah. Start the show. I mean, why is that Indiana Jones? I don't uh, know. Part time. Um, <laughs> Watchmen for example I enjoyed the Watchmen TV series but I mean the Watchmen film Snyder would say what we want he did a fucking great opening for Watchmen Mm, Mm, that was a fantastic opening these times are changing that soul sequence brilliant Mm. but then it's because it's a music video it's easy to do anyway back to Power Rangers and fixing Power Rangers or how we would do our own little sequel if we were given the opportunity we'd all bring
2: in the music and we'd all bring in the Green Ranger
1: yeah, Green, pretty much. Green Ranger is, is a so common forward. theme between the three of us. And it's
2: set, It's literally sets it up. It literally does. Film. And yeah. it's so easy to do. Yeah. It's
1: a question of how we do it and what we do it with and who we do it with. Mm. That's the key thing here. So mine, uh, once again,
0: is the furthest from your two. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. I, I've done this in the past. Whether it's been main sequelizers episodes or... Interseason stuff, mm-hmm. discussions in general. Yes. Just decisions in life. Ooh. You know how I mean. You know what I mean.
1: <laughs> we're always sitting there and we're looking Jack's at a menu the menu and wild card. yeah, exactly. I'm so the wild what card. What are you going to have? Jack's like, I'm not having those things. Oh yeah, you have perfectly. We're reason... going off menu. You have
0: perfectly reasonable suggestions, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Set in 1875. <laughs> Good old ye oldie Power Rangers. I, it's like Back you, to the Future 3, but Power Rangers. Are you,
1: are you reading my script? Maybe I, <laughs> maybe
0: I am, Matt. Maybe I am. But no. Um, obviously, Green Ranger's got to be in it. Yeah, that's It's yeah. the setup mm. from the first one. Got to do it. And I am, as I have done in the past, playing fast and loose with lore, <laughs> mythology, and timelines. I've never heard that. fuck it. It's Power Rangers. I'm all about that shit. So, taking the concept that Tommy is... A, should we say, more experienced ranger. He's journeyed through the various different types of rangers and all this kind of stuff. Oh, you mean in the canon of the series? In the ca- yeah. in the current mm-hmm. mythology, current yeah, mythology yeah, yeah, yeah. the TV show thing. Mm-hmm. He's been in Neo Geo, Power Rangers, and Dino mm-hmm. Thunder, blah, blah, blah. Yes, blah. Yes. He's teamed up with all the other teams and stuff like that. I want to make him a little bit older than the other kids.
1: I think he was from the series. It felt like he was always a little older. He is. Older. He is in general.
0: But I want to make him like time travelingly old
1: oh, four year old man <laughs>
0: maybe yes
1: you actually casting jason what's his face no jason momoa <laughs> jason no <laughs>
0: definitely not jason momoa so i want him to basically be the lone survivor of either one or or multiple previous ranger teams
1: okay, okay. and he
0: comes crashing down and finds out oh earth has got a new rangers team thank god for that Where's Zordon? Let me speak to Zordon. I know what I'm doing here, let me lead you. Is he a good guy, though? We don't know. Mm. Mm.
1: The last Green Ranger wasn't, because in this film they established the Green Ranger as a bad guy. Exactly. Makes you hesitant. I like that. Uh, Yeah,
0: so yeah, again, in the 2017 one, Rita was the Green Ranger before, Mm. and they set it up at the very beginning, you have her being the previous thing, and the blah, 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 blah. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, so... you have that kind of setup with like there's already an inkling of the green ranger not being a good guy and as is established in the tv show he comes in as a bad guy and t- turns yes, into yes the, um whether i would go the full from green bad guy to white ranger good guy in one film i think mm-hmm. it might be a bit too much to do in 2 hours or something sure. like that but i really like that arc of him going from bad guy to good guy and going through that process and Another character that kind of comes with that whole thing is Lord Zed. And one of the iconic other, apart from Rita Repulsa, he's the bad guy I think of. You get Rita and Goldar. And a couple of the other weird little animal creatures and stuff. He's a hardcore thing for a kids show. Zed is like a metal skeleton. He's like an exposed brain. Exposed brain skeleton. I had a toy of him, of course I did. I mean, he's really 90s toy. He's yeah. massively 90s toy. Exposed brain, giant metal, like shredder style helmet, torn thing, mm-hmm. and like a metal exposed rib cage, and he's all just muscles and grossness and. Mm yeah very scary and inside out person inside out dude but space aliens yeah (laughs) so i'd have zed be the big bad guy and he is basically coming to earth and in a uh to turn it into kind of like a marvel kind of thing not literally turn into marvel but have a um as hulk comes crashing back down saying ah thanos is coming oh yeah you have green ranger come to earth and say zed is coming you guys need to sort your shit out oh okay i've been fighting this guy or has he he's been fighting this guy through his other rangers teams and says... Are you going Silver Surfer a little bit? I'm yet? going a bit Silver ah. Surfer, exactly. So he is he has been... I like it. Yeah, fighting, quote-unquote, Zed and been taken out. His teams have been taken out and he's mm. finally come crashing down to Earth. Okay, finally, I found a full team of Power Rangers who have already fought other monsters and they have Zordon. I've met Zordon before, blah, 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 blah. Sure. Or does he? Turns out as Matt hinted out there I'm going a bit silver surfer with yeah, it and yeah. he is in league with Zed all mm. along and he is setting up to betray the rangers he has been as you guys will probably touch on in your ones and how it goes in the TV series he's kind of corrupted in some way he's magically manipulated however you want yeah, to say yeah. it and he is this older jaded ranger who's trying to teach these kids and whip them into shape and all this kind of stuff and they kind of get hints at it as he's like trying to train them and all this kind of stuff He is brutal, and especially when he's training the Red Ranger, because that is the classic rivalry. It's always green red. You've got Tommy versus Jason. That is mm, mm, quintessential Power Rangers alpha male bullshit. It's (laughs) Raphael versus Leonardo. It's it's the the tough like outsider lone wolf dude and the leader guy, and they battle out for leadership, and it's all yeah all that kind of stuff. So he starts training them, and they realize like, oh, he's kicking Jason's ass. Like he is really kicking like he's hurting these kids and he he's is like notice- fast, noticeably yeah. older than them and all this kind of stuff whether uh eventually like zed would come to earth and they would fight and they would realize the betrayal and stuff. i would hope he would then unleash the dragon's Zord because i need a dragon's Zord in my life <laughs> if you whether... had
1: a green Ranger film with no dragon's or people would be pissed exactly yeah yeah, yeah.
0: somehow some way i can't remember how it happens in the tv show it's some Sentai bollocks. <laughs> they they break his mind
1: control or whatever. I think it's the power of love and talking and friendship. Wasn't bullshit. Th- like it's that. the power. Him and st- J- Him and Jason. Captain America. Look.
0: <laughs> yeah, him and Jason are like fighting or something. And if I remember correctly, there's a hey, sword. There, there's the sword of evil or something that controls his brain and Probably. from from Rita and all this kind of stuff um you could even have rita kind of come back in a tertiary role and find out she is involved or Mm. she worked for zed at some point or something like that and have him be like what i said the the thanos the the galactus of this kind of run and yeah have him come back and zed would eventually come crashing down to earth zed would do something terrible turns out tommy has actually kind of built a bond with these rangers and not really realized it Mm. as zed is about to Destroy the Earth and kill all these people and wipe them all out and whatever. Yeah. He then fights back. Maybe that's when he summons the Dragon Zord and says, "No, uh, I can fight back." They their Zord megazord has been destroyed. Yes. Um, in the in I fir I feel remember in, correctly, the in the TV, one TV so he do, destroys yeah. the Zords. He destroys Red Ranger's Zord. Oh yeah. And Tommy's Dragon Zord merges with the other Zords to create like Mega Dragon Zord or something. Fucking probably. But it's, yeah. it's Dragon Zord Mega Battle Mode something bollocks because yes. it's Sentai. So that would happen. He would destroy Red Ranger's Zord. Tommy would then, like, essentially come to his senses and realise, like, no, I'm fighting for the wrong side here. Whether that's a magical mind control or if it's just kind of a gradual realisation from him. He would combine with the Zords, summon the Dragon Zord, fuse with the Zords, fight back, kick Zed's ass, Mm. and, yeah, eventually come back and join the Ranger's whether at the end he would say, like, hey, I'm part of the team now, or he would, like, go, have to go on, on my to own quest. Um, yeah, I have to go off on my yeah, own quest yeah. or whatever. I don't know, but I like the kind of. Is
1: it? There'll always be a space for you on my team, and you throw him like a thing, it's like, that's, <laughs> catches his jacket, and he walks up into the sunset sort of shit. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Wash this towel for me, kid. I mean, <laughs> I'm part of the team now, kid. Yeah, yeah.
0: so I'd, I'd like quite like. T- my overall pitch is grizzled, silver surfer style journey for Tommy coming in as an experienced ranger. Setting up Zed, having Zed be the big, 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 big bad guy, mm-hmm. and then fighting all the Rangers. Eventually, Tommy teams up, turns good, teams up with the guys, and him and Jason share like the respect and friendship at the end, and he becomes a bit of a mentor for Jason and all that kind of stuff.
1: No, that's cool. Who Who are you thinking of? What? Okay, let's let's say. I assume you've got director and actors and all that shit in line. Yeah. Who's okay? Let's say who's your director first of all.
0: Um. We we you and I share a share an, an idea, so I'll leave that with you. Matthew. Oh okay okay. Um, one that he was like my one of my first ports call, and one we mentioned earlier. Yes. Hinting back to 2016. Yeah. Mr. Gareth Edwards.
3: Mm.
1: Mm. bringing choice. on a
0: bit of Godzilla's. Gareth Edwards.
1: It's tricky there. because I think we go in big waves as more information these things come out. Um, after monsters and just before uh, Godzilla. And it's like, oh, this guy's getting Rogue One. And it's like, this must be the best director ever. Then Rogue One's questionable and... Oh, I love Rogue One. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 had lots of reshoots. Oh, yeah, these. yeah, yeah. And uh, Godzilla didn't have the impact everyone wanted to be able did in certain ways. Yada, yada, yada. Yep. And suddenly it's like, oh, Garrett Edwards must be shit. It's like, well, no, it's not. It's not that. He's a very small independent who has gone to, has an idea. I think he's a very interesting talent. I think mm. he's not always great for certain things. That's just how it is. And yeah. just, sometimes you, the problem is the industry says you've done really well with a small independent film. Here's 120 million dollars. It's like that's too much. <laughs> yeah. Just give him a small couple of small things. Good. Yeah. And not because they're not good enough for it. It's because like there are certain expectations. And it doesn't speak to their craft yeah. at that point. Anyway,
0: I, I really liked what he did with um, Godzilla. Yeah. And he's got the previous history of working with Cranston on that as well. So you've yeah, got Cranston Zordon. Blah 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 blah. If I remember the TV series. Some weird shit happens to Zordon. And he gets shut down, but pff, that's not uh, right about yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um I, Five f- gets a virus. Of, yeah, I think there's a virus. Yeah, I think there yeah. is. Yeah, I absolutely love the cast from the 2017 movie. By the way, we I haven't, really, haven't really talked about that haven't. much, but Cranston is a, the amazing choice for Zordon. Yep. Bill Hader as Alpha Five is a fucking inspired choice. Brilliant. All the quote-unquote kids. Kids are great. Like yeah. Dak, Eddie- Daka Montgomery is mm. just fantastic as and jason pretty
2: much all of them are going on to do more oh, interesting big things stuff, at the yeah. moment yeah and I, like... like like i said it was like oh shit it's
0: the guy from stranger things i yeah. had forgotten it was him mm. and you go back and watch it like i've seen him in
3: that
1: i've mm. seen her in that since then and blah blah yeah. blah, blah and you it's know if that... they did a sequel now i'd be like they're gonna have to break in an interesting contract here and like yeah. naomi scott's in some big stuff i mean yeah. like, you you kind of fuck this because you found these kids and made them big. Mm. Yeah. You could have done
0: amazing things with this. And that's why I want to kind of like really keep that core team and keep that chemistry going and have Tommy come in as the outsider and all that kind of stuff. So older jaded Tommy. Yes. John Krasinski.
1: Very interesting. Mm. Because that's a lot older. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not necessarily. Does he have a beard? Uh, yes. Good, because Krasinski good. without a beard doesn't work for me. <laughs> he then oh. he's the guy from The Office if he doesn't yeah. have the beard. I don't... I don't. Okay, Jim Halpert? It's Halpert, yeah. I haven't watched any of The American Office at all. Neither have I. And I'm sure it's great. I heard a lot of great things. It's very, very, very good. I, I haven't got time for ten seasons of that shit. Um, I agree. But Krasinski, I've always like, what's with his weird fucking face? <laughs> <laughs> but then he turns up in a quiet place. I'm like, oh, hello. Mm. Hello, young man. <laughs> um, I don't know why I'm going young man. He's fucking ten yeah. years older than me. But the point is that he's he's very cool as a guy. And like, then and like the whole like Jack Ryan stuff. I'm like, oh, th- this is actually it was it
0: was the Jack Ryan stuff that kind of mostly inspired me, and obviously a quiet place for. But his performance as Jack Ryan, and I recently been watching that, um, and enjoying his kind of ability to be ass kicking action and kind of weirdly charismatic in a kind of enema- yeah, enigmatic right. kind of way as well. And I think that that's kind of the essence I was wanting to capture for yeah. a, an older Tommy is like. They can't help but follow him because he's an experienced and kind of enigmatic and charismatic I can leader. I see that in Chris And they're yeah, like, "Oh yeah. shit! Okay, he he knows what he's. T-. Suddenly, this guy shows up and knows what he's talking about. Oh my god, we have to follow this guy. Look how cool he is. He's got all the golden yeah. shoulder pads and shit. We got to follow mm-hmm. this guy.
1: He's not talking wall. He can yeah. actually go out there and help yeah. us. Yeah, and yeah, he's I, and he's
0: got that kind of dark broodingness as well, and I think could work mm-hmm. for the the dark side, light side kind of conflict for Tommy as well.
2: I think you could rely on Krasinski to do a really interesting performance where he kind of trades off between that kind of affable, likable, um, Jim from the Office vibe. Jim, uh, yeah, kind of. But but also, you know, we we know that like in the in the first film, Jason has a lot of conflicts with his dad. Like yeah. that's their main conflict. So yeah. having a kind of substitute father figure. figure that's exactly what like, I'm thinking. Yeah. But then also read in my mind, Tim. <laughs> have him and not to lean too far into this and get too dark for, what, as we have reiterated, this is kids' films. Um, But, like, almost have, like, an abusive dad element of, like, sometimes Mm -hmm. he just snaps at them and is just, like, like a hard ass. That's exactly what I was thinking. So in terms of the
0: training and stuff, like, even maybe, like, because he's... I'm thinking, like, he's a former Red Ranger himself. Right. And Red Ranger is typically the leader of the group. Yeah. Yes. That is the default role of the yeah. leader, depending on the type. Cranston says as much in the, in yeah. the Exactly, in the exactly. He's a former Red Ranger himself. Yeah. And now that he's gone off on this journey, this cosmic journey, they've assigned him Green Ranger mm. or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, Um, And him knowing that means that, like, he would train with everybody and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then he beats the shit out of Jason. And everybody's like, oh... Ah, it's the whole, mm, you need to be worthy of that, yeah, that man Yeah, you need yeah. to stand up. You need to be the fucking leader, kid. You need mm. to stand up and you need to be the fucking Red Ranger. Yeah, I've been a Red Ranger. I've seen Red Rangers die. I've stood next to Red Rangers yeah. as they've been crushed under the boots of Lord Zed. And you need to stand up and fight for Earth and fight for your friends. Mm.
1: And if you don't, you're all going to fucking die. This is what we're talking about, the whole idea of the... the not going too dark with it because you're not making as the As I'm shouting and swearing at no, a no, bunch no, of teenagers. <laughs> point, you're you're not all going to fucking die. Point, it's Don't a, go too dark, it's Jack. Se- it's fine. It's, no, no, it's what <laughs> I'm saying. It's sure. a second film, but also, more importantly, the audience would have aged up a couple of years at this point as well. <laughs> oh, and equal. So are the actors as well. Actors as well, yeah. but also the idea that you're not making the whole thing darker. You're making one introduced element dark, and the kids stay the kids. I was exactly. going to say,
0: I want to keep that chemistry and keep that the energy that that core cast have as well yeah. you keep their stuff that they're still doing in high school and keep their conflicts and their interests and yeah like as we said they touch on topics of sexuality and mental health and all this kind of stuff and yeah. mm. keep that story going and have tommy there as this like dark element this this drop of oil in their pond of like happy high school mostly happy high school mm-hmm. and life yes and kind of have him
1: be this dark He's the real world outside of like, hey kids, just because your high school shit's really bad right now, the real world will fucking maul you. This Mm. doesn't matter.
0: They're like, oh, but we're going to miss our exams. Mm. Zed is coming. Fuck your exams. You need to fight for your lives and you need to be training all the time and I'm going to whip you into shape, maybe Mm. literally. Yes. Like, yeah, having him be this dark element and him Mm. be this kind of more twisted, not actually twisted, but more corrupted and more jaded kind of older... Figure that is, yeah, trying to mentor them, but maybe not necessarily in a healthy way. And maybe he is thinking about it. Like you can, you, you, I would hope Krasinski would bring that to the role and be able to say that conflict of like he does want to be broken from Zed's control. Like he is genuinely pushing Jason because he knows that he can do it. He says, "I've seen power, you know, that speech of I've seen Rangers die. I've stood by the side. I've stood shoulder to shoulder with people, other Rangers, as they died, and." One side of him is like, you know, I'm preparing you for Zed. And the other side is I'm preparing Zed for you. Hmm. And he has that conflict and he is actually, you know, he's pushing them in that way, in a positive way. But he is going too far with it because he's I like that. seen hmm. too much.
1: It's also nice the idea that potentially he's saying things like, or, or pushing the idea, arguably, that, I don't know. If anyone can save me from what I'm doing and what I am, it's a Red Ranger. And he's like, and you're not it. And now I'm a bit disappointed because now it means I have to save myself. And And by by the end of it, Jason, Jason does stand up. Interesting. So, for example,
0: the Zord gets destroyed. Red Rangers uh, T Rex, whatever the fuck it is, sure, big dino Zord thing Mm. gets destroyed. And Jason still stands up to Lord Zed. Mm. Just him in the ranger suit. All the zords are everywhere and blah, blah, mm. blah. His is completely destroyed. And he still stands up like one man standing against Zed. Mano. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm almost thinking like Thor and the Destroyer from, no. from oh, Thor. Yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah. like a shot down the street of him, just, just the Red Ranger against sure. the, And Tommy seeing that and being like, oh, fuck, he is the Red Ranger. He is standing up. He is leading them. And he is, mm. even without his zord, he is still the man. Yeah. And I think you have like the... To contract the, the sword of evil. There's like the sword of power or something, is the Red Ranger's sword sure, that he gets in the in the T V show. Hmm. Um maybe he like in a Scott Pilgrim kind of way is able to like channel that from yeah. somewhere and hmm. Zordon gifts it to him as he finally stands up and is the Red Ranger he deserves to be hmm. and blah 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 blah.
2: The sword of God Rick Gryffindor. Griffin. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think that was something that disappointed me in the Harry uh, Potter. In Harry Potter. <laughs> no. In pa- in the Power Rangers uh film uh, not enough that, swords well he's uh, we see the Red Ranger get a kind of sword thing but it like grows out of his hand and it's like an energy sword thing Pacific yeah. right? Rim and it's like it, not even that much because like that at least once it's done it's kind of a separate thing if memory serves or... oh and it's just like a big oh, arm no, it's thing like a Wolverine extension yeah thing. but it's like no no because that's not like if it if it grows organically out of the hand, that's less toyetic. Yeah. <laughs> like yes. I want I want an object thing because yes. you can do more interesting things with that. A than big bit of plastic. Uh and you can also sell it as a toy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Smart so yeah. Um and casting for Mr. Zed. Oh, Lord yeah. Z. Lord Zed. And I went through a couple of different ideas and I settled on somebody who could do a kind of <coughs> maniacal <coughs> again, uh, kind of charismatic. Mad, over the top—it's <laughs> Power Rangers kind of vibe. I,
2: I, I, liked
1: how much Elizabeth Banks chewed the scenery. Me too. In, me too. I, I actually I think
0: actually yeah. really liked Elizabeth Banks in the in the mm-hmm. first one.
1: I was a little torn, but I do get what they were going with, and it was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Considering the original, is, ah! it's like
0: what? grow, my masters grow. Yeah, it's fine. She is a cartoon villain. Yeah, literally. Go ahead, sorry. Pedro Pascal. Oh. I really like Pedro Pascal. Yeah. I like what he brings to a lot of his different roles. Mr. And I Mandalorian. Think... Mr. Mandalorian, exactly. Mm. Thinking like Oberyn Martell from Game of Thrones was the first time I kind of really clocked mm. onto him and yeah. really. Am...
1: Most people did. I think. It was yeah,
0: I that think. was kind of his breakout role for me in a lot of ways, and I think for a lot of other people. And seeing he can be this kind of quiet and brooding character in The Mandalorian, and then seeing him being this like really confident, suave, charismatic character in Oberyn Martell. Mm. I want to, in the same way, I want Krasinski to kind of balance the light and the darkness. I want him to balance the kind of maniacal scenery chewing, over the top stuff, and then some dark evil stuff from him being I a bad guy. I wonder we'll get a well. bit
1: of that with uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. Mm, yes, that, that's 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 the plan. Yeah. I think. Yeah, oh, it'd be much more cheesy bad guy kind of like, hello, I'm a real estate agent. Kind of like, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, interesting, yeah. very interesting. Yeah. 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 So
0: there is my balls to the wall. Older, Tommy, time-travelling, mad bullshit Um, thing. uh, The last question I can guess is, what would you call it? Saban's Hasbro's Power Rangers? (laughs) Hasbro's Power Rangers 2.
2: Hasbro's (laughs) Saban's. (laughs) William Shakespeare's Power Rangers. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, Ooh, good question. Um, I don't want to go with a number I hate. Just like Power Rangers 2, it doesn't make any sense. Mm. But, uh, yeah...
1: Power Rangers to the future oh. <laughs> don't do that it's fucking awful back to
0: the future um, thinking in terms of like they have such weird names I know there was one there, there's a recent comics run they did with Boom Studios that comics was, are already really good was yeah. Go Go Power Rangers which is a continuation of Mighty Morphin and oh, okay. again Tom Garbit mm. friend of the show yep. super bit power hour dude Uh, really really recommended that to me when I was uh, on the comics mm. show mm. Four Colour Corner that they do And he's always recommended that series and said it's absolutely amazing and is like a really interesting take on the Mighty Morphin characters and kind of a reboot in that sense and all that kind of stuff. Um, They had a, I think it was something like, not lost in time, but something like that where it was uh, like a journey across time or something like that. I was Uh thinking like a kind of, not necessarily very time-travelly, but kind of... Mm. Yeah, cosmic-y kind of thing. I don't know, I haven't really thought of a title. I do not really get that You can far. think about it later, that's all right. Yeah.
1: Come back to me at the end. If not, I'm going to on Twitter. <laughs>
0: I'll hand it over to you, gentlemen, who I think are less mad balls to the wall.
1: <laughs> no, I think ours is um, more nebulous, I think, a bit more uh, less fleshed out, shall we say. So my Power Rangers specifically, also I haven't thought of a fucking title. Because <laughs> yeah, I am not got think. Um... But Which I, just, I go Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. That sounds. Mighty Morphin Power t- Rangers. Uh, go Go Power Rangers. Now, one of them sitting next to each other on a DVD shelf. It has to be Power Rangers something. something Power same. Rangers. Mighty Morphin. <laughs> <laughs> it's Morphin time. It'd be awful. Huh? No, I'm not oh, that's of that. That's terrible. So, um, <laughs> yes, my thing would be I. I also entirely agree. The film it just completely sets itself up for Green Ranger for Tommy. Gotta be. And there's no reason not to because it's the, one of the best She's parts the of best. the TV series. It's obvious. And it's what the fans want. The only thing I think is a really major shift because it's pretty much the same thing. I would almost agree uh, with Evil I think is the name of the episode mm. um, from the TV series. The five parts. The five part oh, series. Wow, really? Yes. Well, that's film length. Um, so, so effectively speaking, I would just kind of adapt mostly that. The idea that there is a kid goes to school Good kid, arguably a little bit abrasive, um, but then corrupted by green coin that they find, or you know, get the you know initially in this TV, so it's Rita directly. But I would think I'd have it like pull on the strings from a diff- from a background, not actually knowing it's Rita until later in the in the in the film.
0: Uh, being a former Green Ranger kind of ties in nicely there as well. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll just say, oh, he must have found the coin because of things, whatever, you know, that kind of thing. It's like, kid, you you with us, and um, have it. A, a, a corrupting power again speaking of green lantern the nature of uh the universe three uh three as it were in, in i think it isn't in in, in the dc universe with the evil villain universe with the green lantern ring is very different um and think just jessica Cruz kind of has it thing think that's sort of thing but the point is that the idea that it's a corrupting source rather than saying it's positive so rather than being inspired to be a ranger and that all that cool shit and getting the same same sort of you know superhero transitional powers but the difference thing being that there's a golem-esque hunger to it that's a corrupting mm. force that they don't know about or appreciate and to be fair even like even zordon doesn't know about and the idea that it may add an extra twist that rita wasn't exactly always awful as a villain it might have been that particular power source that made it more of a a a, a corrupt Makes force. him the,
0: the frodo to her golem almost a little bit
1: yeah yeah a little bit um however i'm gonna make a big change that would upset Power Rangers fans probably, because you know me. I'm ready. And my first change is to basically gender swap it. Oh. I think the idea of a female Tommy is much more interesting. Tommy with an I? Sure, why not? Yeah. I'm, well, I'm done with it. S- spell it for the I ladies. think it'd be lit. I mean, I-, I should point out, I'm going very much like, after I started workshopping the idea, because I thought, who could I have for this? Like a female Tommy. Hmm. And then I saw, you know, same age, like 25 years old, as the same other actors. And I thought, um, oh no, this is obvious, and it started going down a very specific. Oh, I know everywhere I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just doing this. I genuinely, since 2010, I want to say, since True Grit, have been singing the praises of Haley Steinfeld. I think she's fucking fantastic um, as an actor in general, and everything she turns up in, she's fantastic. And everyone goes, "Wow, th- I don't know who's playing Gwen Stacy in that uh, in that Spider-Man movie." It's a fucking Hayley Steinfeld, because <laughs> of course it is. I don't. I mean, I don't give a shit about her singing career because. Uh, not for me, but um, as an actress. Oh, she's not doing German industrial
0: metal you, Matt?
1: If she turns out she is doing it, then yeah, I'll give it a listen. There we go. <laughs> but uh, in the meantime, eh, whatever. But no, as, as an actress, I think she's just genuinely very, very impressive. And what I'd basically go for is a similar kind of attitude to Bumblebee, where there's a kid, bit rebellious, bit headstrong, but not a bad kid. But then rather than just playing it out in that way, I would also go down the road of, no, she becomes a bad kid, a proper full-on fucking villain. Mm. And I think interestingly adds another new dynamic rather than just the classic alpha male headbutt in between Jason and and Tommy. Interesting, yes. But yeah. equally, it would still be there. So we be button heads. And she's, and she's still going to like the whole, like, why are you called Tommy? Oh, my dad wanted a boy, fuck you. That kind of bit, that really abrasive Oh, style. I like that twist, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. it's like, so she's, again, in the same way that her character in Bumblebee is wearing like metal shirts has that kind of joan jet sort of look oh yeah yeah. and um it's it's, it's, it's you know teen angst sort of personified uh, in very 80s style so that that kind of a ag- not really aggressive it's keeping with the power rangers film and feel for the from the 2017 version where it's like yeah yeah she means business yeah for teenagers fucking hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not actually a problem she's not, <laughs> bringing, she's not doing like heather's thing and bringing a gun to school and and even like the bully kid in in the I, I do I do love that scene actually in Power Rangers where Jason's standing up for um for Billy yeah and uh, the kid's like breaking his pencils and shit and he's like oh okay and he slaps him he's like do you slap me he's like, yeah I did and it's like it's not a punch in the face it's a slap yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you're being spoken down to it's it's yeah. simple and it's nice and it's it, uh, it's also a little bit she's all that but we'll go back to that later. But the point is, I like the idea that this is like, no, this is different. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, Steinfeld character Tommy, cl- you know, punches with a closed mm. fist, kind of like so it's like, oh fuck, <laughs> are you, are you, are you off your meds? What the fuck is yeah. it? That kind of typical dialogue kind of thing. Yeah, she's unstable, and it's like, no, she's not. She's just can't connect with all the different pieces. In the same way that the Black Ranger has played up for the same sort of thing, where it's like, he's not fucked up. He just lives on his own, excluded from the school environment, mm. as it were, and he's living with his mom, who's got the generative mm. disease for fuck's sake anyway point is this carries on we then go throughout the film and there is you know she breaks in like meets all and t- tries to infect Alpha with a virus that does place the TV stuff mm. destroys some of the Zords they're given new ones toys Uh Dragon yeah. Zord versus Megazord that kind of cool mm. shit Wrestling Kaiju Madness well that Kaiju you know, big mm. monster shit um, Power
0: Rangers colon Wrestling Kaiju Madness <laughs> I got your back Matthew thanks
1: man I appreciate that sorted yeah, I can see it working. Yeah. Uh, P-R-W-K-M. It sounds like a radio station. <laughs> anyway. P-R-W-K-M. For, For all
0: k- your wrestling kaiju hits. That probably exists.
1: So, yeah, this carries on. And then eventually, you know, she's freed from the thing because Rita reveals that she's been pulling the strings in the background. And then, you know, they they overcome with the power of friendship, blah, blah, blah. That kind of thing. However, mm. I also think a nice th- a bit of a mentor role because again, for the nature of the fact that Steinfeld's in the Pitch Perfect films and Banks directs those fucking films. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, of course. I like that they have a bit of rapport there, but also I like the idea of being rather than uh, a, a bit of a maternal, mothery sort of influence of like you know, oh, uh, Rita trying to seduce or coerce Tommy. I like the idea that here is like no 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 no, fuck these guys, they don't get you. I am a Green Ranger, okay, and every fucking man in my life turned on me and you have to stand the fuck up you need interesting. you don't need you don't need any of that shit you can do this yourself you be strong and that's how you succeed I like what you've done with the genders and I think that's a nice little thing to go with but then also we do have the awful thing in the background Uh, uh, because at the end of the day behind everything there's always an awful white man (laughs) Um, it's like wow this bad guy's awful what made them awful awful white man problem solved so yes we would do the same thing where i would probably set it up for a third film after you know she does similar thing to your one she's like oh I, she gets turned said no no i can't join the team I, I did some terrible things i need to go off and figure myself out and zordon's like no i can i can show you a place to go it's fine she goes off and will become the white ranger deus ex machina style thing yeah, later yeah. uh and Rita's, i am tommy the white <laughs> i come to now yeah, at the exactly. turn of the tide. exactly yeah um but effectively, yeah, so Rita's defeated and is summoned by the person who found her in space and tried to send her back to do it again. And it's Lord Zed, because of course it is. My Lord Zed, though, is going to be like literally a Thanos style tease from like Avengers. Oh, interesting. So just like a credit sequence stuff. And it's like, you know, we're going back. I was
0: was thinking a Guardian style where she like kneels at his chair or Mm -hmm. whatever and it's like...
1: You, li- or you literally, was, literally were, thinking, No, no, that like, would be better. That would be better, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so tease it throughout. But uh, yeah, but I think. You'd, you pan up and you just. See. You wouldn't know all about who it was until very much at the end. Ah, Rita.
0: Yeah. You failed me once again. You. You. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's
1: like. Yeah, I, I think it's. And also the idea that Rita is kind of like your Silver Surfer, that Rita wasn't always a bad ranger. It yeah. was the corruption of the coin, but also that she fell in with a bad crowd. Yeah. Because I think that's the thing that. That teenagers will probably relate to especially considering like oh my god tommy what why are you like this why are you about this all of a sudden i'm, I'm, I'm on some bad stuff is it drugs because it feels like it's an analogy for drugs <laughs> it's all about the green man yeah gotta get that sweet sweet green <laughs> anyway so the point is that god, you find lord, out it's lord zed, god we're
0: uncool and white i know <laughs>
1: and my lord zed is gonna be played by john motherfucking ham oh because i like john ham oh. i think john ham's good i yeah. think but John Hamm is also a nice, uh, for how I've the phrase, asshole. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's just a. I, I still think John Hamm should be an older Superman. Oh, mm. I he's a fucking main. Kingdom guy. Come Superman, yeah. give me that John Hamm goodness, absolutely. But John Hamm plays bad really well. I mean, even when he's not actually bad, like in like uh, Bad Times at El Royale kind of thing, mm. and obviously all of Mad Men, when you're like, I don't, I John don't really get drape you. Draper's a dick. Yeah. but <laughs> mm. I'm an asshole. But I kind of up on your side, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so that kind of thing. I think he could play that really well. So it's like where he literally coerces people into joining him kind of thing. Um, In terms of direction, I think Israelite did an interesting job. Yeah. I wouldn't mind him coming back. Yeah. But I think... More, I went down this road. I thought actually, Travis Knight, which one you were mentioning, alluding to earlier. That is the crossover we had. Travis yeah. Knight is a good, thinking
0: in terms of Bumblebee and all that.
1: And of course, in Kubo and Two Strings, he has that dynamic of characters yeah, really well. And yeah. especially a parental metallic, like, like the bond of fam- families that were. Travis is re- Knight is a really good thing with that. I
0: was listening to an interview with him not too long ago, and talking about how he like how he built the Bumblebee kind of. Mm how he built that movie around what he wanted it to be and how he wanted to restructure Transformers as we know it in the cinema and all this kind of stuff. And yeah. I was like, he just seems like a really nice guy who he does seem like wants a guy. to make films that he wants mm-hmm. to make and all this kind of stuff, which is exactly what the Transformers franchise needed. Yes. Because it had been so bogged down in Bay's vision and the big... A Hollywood machine and all this kind Especially of shit. Especially
1: because this is like nothing to do really with Bay, but it feels mm. like it is such a product of those films. Exactly. Yeah. 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 He, exactly. He is also clearly someone who ha- He
2: came into Transformers, <laughs> simplified the designs, cleaned yeah, up the silhouettes, 100%. which he would also do for the power. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. Microsoft. I agree entirely. Yeah, yeah.
1: He seems like a logical choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. Because again, I, I, I can't stress this enough. Bumblebee is my. Transformers sequelizers fix. Mm. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. fucking, I'm so. It solves so many upset. fucking problems with those. That films. is the lowest grossing Transformers film, despite being the best Transformers yeah. film. I didn't know that, but I kind of knew that, and I hate the world. Yeah. <laughs> now that you've confirmed that. Yeah. Fuck sake
2: Tim, what
1: about you? What have you got to bounce so off with? So
2: I stuck quite closely to Green with Evil as well. I I like the idea of keeping. You know, we we've we've got. The, the, the setup at the end of the first film is that Tommy is another student at the school. Um I think you have the, you know, the the, the green coin that Rita was using in her staff. You have a natural kind of MacGuffin there that you can then pass on to yep. the Tommy Oliver it, character. It gives you so much to pr- to pass mm-hmm. on to to a sequel, yeah. Um I would also do a gender <laughs> swap. Oh yeah. Um and I think I would also, you know, we've talked about how Sort of, there's there's the whole mix of like, oh, is Tommy under a spell or is Tommy kind of an asshole? Yes, uh, I would definitely lean more in favour of Tommy as an asshole uh, <laughs> with with some elements of corruption. Sure, um, and bec- you know, in the same way that we that the first film makes it so much about these characters coming together and becoming friends and becoming a unit, we see their positive influence on Tommy and and focus on Tommy being kind of torn in those two directions yes. between the influence of Rita and the power of the coin versus you know the goodness of the other people. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think you can play around a lot with like um them perhaps meeting us as, as friends but with kind of a weird rivalry or whatever between them and then not knowing each other as the Power Rangers and mm. like who finds out who is who first and that mm, kind of stuff Right, yeah um, I, I like the idea of Zed as as the, the kind of the Thanos to uh, Rita repulses Loki mm. um, especially given that the f- first film ends with Rita being slapped off into space and so you can do the thing like where at the end of Thor, mm. Loki was lost in space and then Thanos was the one who kind of
3: took restored him, him to yeah, power yeah. Him and took
2: him back. You know, you can kind of do that. And I think, again, setting up Zed for a third film. Um, yep. I would go a little bit further uh, in some stages sure, than, sure. than Matt. Because one of the things that I was kind of aware of and found out while I was kind of researching this film is that we talked about like who is this power rangers film for yeah and that it didn't like the way films work now because there isn't because the dvd market and the 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 kind of the home media market has collapsed and it's now streaming which doesn't make the studios the same amount of money or in the same way Mm. you know there's there's not that sense that there was in the 90s of something can become a success at home and lead to a sequel further down the line a cult success is a different thing now exactly And so one of the audiences that this film has found via streaming and stuff like that is a bunch of people who ship uh, Trini, who is (coughs) queer in the films. It's it's either a lesbian or bisexual. Um, And Kimberly in the film. (laughs) Uh, There's a huge shipping community for those two characters. Um, And so my brain started doing the kind of the little marble ticking over thing of like, well, in the original series, there's a whole thing of like, tommy and kimberly being in a relationship and it's kind of the yes the one like thing that because the the teenagers in mighty Morphin power rangers feel so not real yeah, it's kind of the yeah. one thing that where it's like oh no those two actually seem to have some chemistry and stuff like it's
1: that. that's how reagan thinks kids are
2: yes <laughs> <laughs> it's very like gee willikas mister yeah yeah let's put on a show and raise some money for the t- t- we're,
1: yeah, we're, we're painting fences in the neighbourhood to save the local school churches. School church? School churches. Room that that the, sums up their fucking dialogue. The local school churches. <laughs>
0: Sorry, what?
2: You heard oh, no, me. A party monster. Um. Yeah, so down. since we've already had this step of Power Rangers has uh, uh, an LGBTQ yes. character in it who has lines and stuff unlike some of marvel and D- disney's other oh, um, yeah. attempts at diversity in the background yes stay in the background you um uh so yeah i say we have uh trini and tommy being in a relationship and interesting that that's an interesting dynamic as a, yeah. as a mm. dynamic as a wrinkle as a complication and we mm. have that relationship again be one of the things that sways tommy over to the good, the side. good side the good Good, good side. Good side. And I would also, so that we have some action from the jump, I don't know, I I don't know quite how much we would have Rita as an obvious presence until the end. Mm -hmm. And again, Zed, I would have quite, be quite hands off, ready for a third film. Sure. Although I do have casting.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So I would have there be an early villain that we can kind of, like a, a kind of, Fighting the forces of f- evil and move on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, who uh, I would have be Scorpina, who was a, oh, a hench yeah. woman who showed Scorpina. up a fair bit in the original series, had an interesting design, like just as a kind of like, yeah, that, that could be someone that they can. That's your fight at the end of the first act, you know, before it's real. Classic,
0: not actually cold open, but superior type stuff. It's an, an
1: action like... sequence that establishes so they're good at what they're doing, how the group of dynamic is working, and also what it's like when they're actually full swing. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's, before, it's a beat that you need. Before you have the
2: fight that has personal stakes, you're kind of... Yes. You're, and again, we keep trotting back to MCU for comparisons. You have Tommy as your winter soldier showing up yeah, uh, for a fight. You get the Zords destroyed, ready for the new toys, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. So my casting... Okay, yeah. Uh, for Tommy... Oh, I'll, I'll do director first. Yes, please, yeah. Mm, it's Again, I thought Knight was a good shout. It makes a lot of sense. She really is, yeah. Um, yeah. And I and I liked H- Haley Steinfeld as well for true, um, true. casting. And again, the direction in the original is fine, but mm. the for, to throw another name out but, there. Yeah, for variation, yeah. David F. Sandberg. Ooh. Is, Bell. is mostly known for horror, but more relevantly uh, did Shazam Of course, recently, yeah, that's that why. Which yes, yes. is another film that did teenagers
1: pretty good for like a general audience. Yeah, but, the, like the,
0: the Batson family I, I've crew. i mentioned yeah. this on
1: this, yeah. on this show how much I love that fucking film, right? I appreciate that. If I yeah. have an audience, I fucking love that film. It's great. My favourite DC film, don't at me <laughs> agreed agreed i haven't seen birds of prey but i agree
2: oh,
0: of all the birds other
1: ones i've seen i agree. I borrowed yeah. it from
0: matt and loved it
2: yeah yeah so i think he was another good choice i think good you're right of hands definitely
1: right mindset to, to tackle i'm down
0: thing. and he is also um because he was recently on and i mention these guys every fucking time and i hate myself corridor digital yeah. <laughs> he showed up on their youtube channel the yeah. other day talking about the special effects in shazam he started off as a special effects guy ah. and he would fucking nail big old zords no, yeah. to do it. and big monsters and fighting and the way he did like the the fights with the um seven deadly sins monsters yeah. and even with savannah versus shazam and how all the, the big fights and all that yeah, kind of stuff yeah. and i think he shot it in a really great way that I added to the humor of Billy as Shazam and all that mm. kind of stuff. So, like, the the moment that sticks out for me is the Mark Strong is monologuing as Savannah across the <laughs> yeah. across the city. Like, what? I can't hear you. Yeah. You're a mile
2: away. I can barely see your mouth moving. Yeah, yeah,
0: I can imagine that kind of vibe coming from Power Rangers. The Power Rangers yeah, crew yeah, yeah, that'd be good. against this guy who is or the, like, or that have the opening villain Scorpion yeah. like taking herself very seriously and she thinks she's really badass. And they're like, um.
1: What? It's mm-hmm. a Billy line, isn't it? It's a Billy yeah. or a Zack line. That's a, line a Billy play, or a yeah. Zack ass line, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. I, I think Sandberg's a fantastic choice. Good, shot, yeah. man. Good idea. Uh, for my uh, Tommy casting. Yep.
1: Timothy Charlemagne, Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> uh, no, I have gone with Catherine Newton, who uh, you may know from, uh, for example, the film Blockers oh uh, now i know she's, uh, exactly who you mean yes plays one yes. of the main characters in uh the society which are yeah. netflix thing yeah, yep. yeah, yeah um shown up in a bunch of different stuff detective pikachu detective pikachu yeah that's what i think yeah. yeah. um, i think she's a really talented and versatile um young actress mm. um yeah she's just genuinely impressed me in everything i've seen her in yep. and um i think it'd be interesting to see her tackle a kind of character with a, a little bit but not actually that much attitude. Yes, yes. Side note, just had a picture of her with the word
0: Tommy across
1: her chest. <laughs> 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 that was pretty great. Uh, can I ask a silly question? Because again, mm-hmm. I-, I love that we're like, um, uh, sitting here saying things like, uh, you know, oh, <coughs> we'd like to fix Power Rangers. Mm. How you do that? Tommy's an older, grizzled veteran <laughs> man who beats the shit out of Jason. It's like, oh, that's too dark. Tommy's a woman. Oh shit. Tommy's a gay woman. It's like, oh my god. Because again, classically, you know, that if we ever got our hands on these franchises, the yeah. internet would crucify us. Yeah. But you know what? Fuck you. We're right. <laughs> but equally, would she be blonde? I think I've seen her with dark hair. I think. Because does it matter? Oh no, it doesn't. But I'm curious. I think. It like, would it be in a ponytail? <laughs> Assuming, assuming she
2: worked well as the character, Prototype. you know. Um, I think it would just be a case of like whether whether the look worked. Mm. For her. That
1: makes sense, yeah. Because I think ultimately, Rita being dark-haired villain, um, the two current female team members having dark hair, the blonde changes up a little bit. Yeah, could be an interesting dynamic. But yeah. maybe maybe that uh, it's more just a case of like, huh? I wonder.
2: Yeah, I mean, part of me did think like, oh yeah, she's visually distinct from the other two, so that's quite yeah. good. Um oh. For Scorpina. Oh yes, I'd have uh, Melanie Laurent. Oh yeah, mm, I like Melanie Laurent. Who yeah. do I think a good kind of um, slightly kind of suave-ish, charming but dark charming, and still, yeah, yeah mm. uh, villain. And again, not you know hugely important to the to the grand proceedings. No, but and then yeah. uh, my Lord Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Your Lord and Savior uh, says a sneaky I'm, little
0: <laughs> grin on Tim's face.
2: I'm taking inspiration from a very particular performance of his, Eddie Redmayne. <sighs> what? And I'm telling him to go full Jupiter I descending. knew you were
1: going to say Jupiter <sighs> ascending. Oh, Tim, <laughs> I knew it. I'm so unsure I knew now. It. You had it me until then. <laughs> I mean, let me just think for a second. So you said Eddie. I was like, oh no. Oh Can, no. Tell
2: me you can't see this weird CG- of course I can see it Tim this weird s- s- I can see a car crash I don't silver want silver <laughs> with the CGI brain wobbling going <laughs> I create life and I
1: destroy it I can see it mm. I don't know if I like it Tim mm. I, I, I totally totally see where you're coming from and you're right in that kind of vein that mm. kind of um, general momentum and that aesthetic appeal of this mm. film yeah makes complete sense but he nearly lost his Oscar to that fucking terrible performance. <laughs> Arguably, could be that sort of thing, he lost his Oscar because you know, you're was so like, bad, you're not yeah. allowed the Oscar
0: for the other good thing you've done. That's what Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie yeah. yeah. Murphy. Um, it's the curse like, of the Eddies Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is a film. Uh, we the should do. An, speaking of cartoons, Ed, Ed, and Eddie from Cartoon Network with Eddie Murphy, Eddie Redmayne, and Ed Norton. <laughs> <laughs> Ed and Eddie. It's like, <coughs> this is unwatchable. <laughs> Every one of them is fighting for control. Can I talk about Ed Norton, for Fred Harris, please? <laughs> <laughs> God, that, no, he, sh- he shows up at, in the post-credits scene and is like, "I heard you need a fourth Ed." Yeah, you Ed want... Double D and Eddie. Who's this guy? Ed, Ed, Ed and Eddie. I'm <laughs> Edward. <laughs> oh my, God. Oh my um, God. Yeah, I see exactly where you're coming from. I would have re. And also, he's so spindly. Um, I-, I was thinking he's possibly. A, low oh, cap. Like, yeah, exactly. It's, it's the. You know. Yeah. No 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 one has to be actually Captain America, Hench to play Captain America and things yeah. like that. Even Wait. though Zachary Levy did get Hench's fuck for, yeah. for yeah. Suzanne, but because the suit is the way it is, everyone thought it was just the suit. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, he's super jack now then. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um yeah, so I, I, I get it. I equally we've all suggested a Z, so no yeah. one has to say, Well i do this Because we know what we fucking do. Yeah.
2: Also so I only thing about
1: this I'm like I have a home. name. Or oh, for a film. Yeah. Ah.
2: which I've stolen
1: from Please a, don't be Power Rangers Ascending. No.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've stolen from a comic crossover, which again, we oh, mentioned the good. comics earlier. Yes. Um, it's not at all based on that story-wise. Classically, we piss off the, the fans. The comics, you know, they, they have a whole bunch more mythology and having quickly looked at what the comic is about, no, you it's can like, make, yeah. oh, okay, they're going into some multiverse time mm-hmm. travel yeah, shit. Yeah, I know the one you mean. Power Rangers Shattered, Shattered Grid. Grid.
0: Yeah, shattered great. That was almost what mm. I picked for mine. I thought that makes no sense it's, for mine. Yeah. It's pretty good. But it's cool. Yeah.
1: Power Rangers Matrix of Leadership. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I can't think of the title. I oh, won't spark. You. I'll probably just tweet about it when it happens later. Yeah. But uh, when we, you know, when this episode goes up, and I probably still I would have thought about it then. Like, oh fuck, fuck, Power Rangers two. Shit. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, shattered grids. All right, actually, I don't mind that. It's mm-hmm. good. It is a crossover between Mighty Morphin Power Rangers.
0: And go go Power Rangers. It is a Power Rangers cross. You heard. Don't give me
1: that look, Matthew. Is that not the difference between like strippers and go go dancers? It's like the same thing? No. No, it's more like, it, it, Just, no. it's more like a
2: crossover between uh, the like the TV uh, DC Arrowverse and the cinematic DC EU. Oh, which they did. And. No,
3: no, no.
0: Uh, oh no! They do. Ezra Miller turns up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ezra Miller yes. shows up as Flash yeah, so and meets that. Grant, that bit. Grant. Gustin. Flash in Shattered Grid. I've just had a quick look. Tommy stays evil in one of them and is the bad guy of yes, the whole thing. It follows oh, a universe way.
1: Terran he's Empire stayed, style. Yes, and,
0: very yeah. much so. Yeah, he becomes Lord Dracon Dracon, something yeah. like that, and continued. Is loyal Kim, to Rita. Kimberly
2: and, goes evil and becomes the Ranger Slayer. <laughs> Ranger
3: Slayer. <laughs> fucking hell. Sl- Oh, <laughs> oh yes.
0: God. Metal as fuck. So apparently the comics are really good as I said. Yeah, T- yeah. Tom and great. Bit yeah. recommended it to mm-hmm. me. Okay, now I've we've talked about Power Rangers for like 2 hours at this point. Then uh
1: yeah, I need to go read these comics. I feel like <laughs> I've had the good I, I get, need them in my life. It's, it's, fuck you Garbit. I keep um, <laughs> seeing like screenshots of certain panels and I'm like I'm not reading really Power Rangers, I don't really care. And then I'll see that and another uh, again fucking Tom Garbit and Ben Allen have so many fucking name checks this episode. But <laughs> Uh, ben talks about, it. obviously, he likes his uh, his figures and stuff. And there's a, a channel he set me on on YouTube that uh, reviews these kind of figures in the detail. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. No, of course I don't want a fucking Megazord. I, <laughs> I have no real nostalgia for it. I just like, it's the design's pretty cool, but I don't care. I've got enough fucking shit in my house with fucking Evangelion stuff and things. I'm, I'm good, thanks. But also, that's really cool. But as always, with these sequels we'd like to see that will never happen, this will never happen. Definitely not the way we want it to happen. And if it did happen, it would go terribly wrong. We'll just get a reboot in a couple of years' time, and it will be either surprisingly good, fine, or shit. Because <laughs> there'll be no middle ground, there nothing. Because there's so much expectations going in, and then, let's face it, there's. I mean, and, and, and in truth, as we've established with Jack going off to possibly read the comics, and with the fact that there are just so many, so many iterations and evolutions of both the Americanization of Power Rangers and the original Super Sentai TV series, which is still going. There's enough of this stuff. You can just go out and see cool versions of things. The darker versions of the comics, more adult versions of the fan films, more kid-friendly stuff, pure fucking Asian stuff. There's tons of it. Just go find it. But not the version that we've made. That's that's never gonna happen.
0: So, if you have any thoughts about doing a Power Rangers sequel, dear and listeners... And I suspect
2: we have quite a few listeners oh, who yeah. are very keen on Power Rangers and probably could school us totally on our knowledge. Uh, they're uh, gonna they're, hate they're going to. They're, they're going to yeah.
0: hate me for my playing fast and loose with the timelines.
2: Cue the Discord! <laughs> yeah. If you
0: want to hit us up on social media. Sequelizers is the place to go, at Sequelizers on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash Sequelizers. If you want to send us an email, sequelizers at gmail.com. Of course, you can do that there. You can leave us a comment or send us a message on our Patreon as well. If you'd like to support us there, you can get direct access to us that way as well. And through our Discord server as well, we can talk about Power Rangers in, Mm. in the comics. There's a comics channel. You can talk about Power Rangers in the... Film discussion because there's films. Take your pick. I'm sure we'll get attacked for our lack.
2: There's probably are. Power Rangers video games. You could talk about them in the video games show. There, there, there are. are. There
0: are. Yeah, there was one not too long ago that was kind of like Castle Crashers, but Power Rangers. I was like, mm. oh, that makes sense. Well, it was all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fine. If you want to hit us up on any of those sequelizers, search it. You'll find us sequelizers.com for all the links to all that good stuff as well. Patreon.com/sequelizers if you want to support us. Financially, we'd very much appreciate it. We understand if you can't, you know, the show is always going to be free, whether it's the main seasons, the interseason stuff, all that kind of stuff. It is always available and always will be. Don't worry. But if you want to get extra bonus content, get early access, get ad free episodes, be able to suggest a thing for us to sequelize in the future, you can do that as well. You can chuck some dollars at us and uh, see what happens. If
1: you want to see us fix Turbo, <laughs> Technically, you just say, "Can I have this?" I guess we You've put have. that in the ether now, Matthew. <laughs> I know. I don't.
0: I don't. I don't want to do that. I don't. Wanna... Neither do I. But here we are. We don't. Don't need that in our lives. <laughs> if you can't support us financially, you can always leave us a review on your podcast app or downloader of choice. Whether that's our friends at Stitcher, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Play podcast addict, pod chaser, whatever the fuck you're listening to and, and reviewing us on, mm. please do. It helps share the show and, and helps us build our audience and if anybody out there doesn't know about sequelizers, it helps bring them into the fold and bring them into the crew. Yeah. So, yeah. Very cool. We'd appreciate any support monetarily or, or otherwise in sharing on the internets as well. And uh, yeah, of course we will be back next week with more interseason goodness. Yep. And in a few weeks we'll be back with something very special after oh, the interseason stuff. Shit. Season six is gonna be interesting, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And you'll find out what that is in a few weeks. Mm. But until then, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you soon for more interseason goodness.
2: Triceratops! Mastodon <laughs>
0: Jack. <laughs> Jack. jack. Jack.
1: jack. <laughs> jack Power. There <laughs> you go. Triceratops, Tyrannosaurus, Mastodon. Jack. <laughs> what? And this giant Jack runs out of like... <laughs>